Hello! We're here! <laughs> Welcome to Sidewalk Slam, a wrestling podcast, vidcast, commentary show talking about storylines and narrative in WWE main roster wrestling with uh, with an attempt to uh, look at the positive, uh, because online wrestling discourse is always so... So negative. This is going to be a tester, too. <laughs> this, this is the tester episode. We have been for challenged. How, how positive can we be? Well, last time I was people like, were talking mad shit on the payback clash like comments on like, the YouTube comments. Oh, when you we, guys aren't going to be. When bad. we were like, <laughs> I was like, I'm looking forward to X, and people were like, Oh, <laughs> you're in trouble. Mm. Uh, for those watching, you're already aware. If you're listening, you're maybe like, Who's that third voice? We have a guest this this time. It's uh, a friend of Loading Ready Run, fan of this show, and. Um, uh, Employee at Wizards of the Coast, where Magic the Gathering happens. It's yeah. Matt Tabak. Oh, that game. Hi, guys. How's it going? Yeah. That's some, great. Some Thank small you. indie game. Some <laughs> yeah. small indie game. A yeah. uh, little, little card game. About yeah. to celebrate its 25th year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, I'm, uh, like Graham said, a big fan of the show and a big fan of wrestling and yeah. being big fan of being positive about the WWE. Yeah. It's we'll tough. try, yeah. and uh, so yeah, I'm happy to sit yeah. with you guys and speaking chat for of, a bit. Speaking of fans and positivity, there's been a lot of people on Twitter being like, if if Matt ever comes up for a pre-pre-release, uh, you got to get him on Sidewalk Slam. And we were like, well, heck, let's make this happen. <laughs> yeah, we got him. Yeah. Gosh, golly, got gee, him. I yeah. came on up here to the great. Would you say this is your get for the podcast? <laughs> like you got you got your get. So now I have to find a guest that like yeah. I have to get somebody. He gets, I got God. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> you can probably look up Sean Stasiak's number. <laughs> What's he doing these days? He's a chiropractor. He's a chiropractor yeah. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. In Texas. I did not know that. We looked yeah. it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's great. So uh, this episode, um, so uh, last episode, we finally caught up, caught up with uh, payback and backlash. Yeah, paybacklash. Some people were like, "Why not back pay?" And it's like, ah, paybacklash is funnier. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this episode is uh, extreme bank rules. M- money in the rules. <laughs> money rules. Money rules. Money rules. We're really gonna be looking at. I uh, like money rules. Money rules. That's great. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be looking at extreme rules, the raw brand uh, pay per view, and then money in the bank, the SmackDown brand pay per view, and then hopefully we'll be in a situation where we can get back on individual episodes for individual pay per views, but. Uh, Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? We're playing catch-up. Full disclosure, though, I need to level with the people. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch any of the lead-up to Money in the Bank. <laughs> so. I didn't watch a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. But we're going to start. It was almost what? like we had a bunch of other things to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. We're, we're here now. Yeah. I watched most of it, kind of. Yeah, no, I watched enough. Okay, cool. I mean, Extreme Rules, I watched all raw and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Live from the Royal Farms Arena in Baltimore, Maryland, and brought to you by American Grit, which is a reality show that John Cena is hosting. Yeah. It is Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules, since its inception, has traditionally been the pay-per-view where they allow extreme stipulation matches to happen. I would... Put extreme and heavy air quotes. It it is the one night of the year, except for all the other nights of the year, when WWE goes extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Except all the other times they do it. But this night especially. It used to be, it was introduced as, because you remember they did ECW One Night Stand? Yeah. Yeah. And then they did a pay-per-view called, like, One Night Stand Extreme Rules. Which I do, to be fair, I do like the uh, play on words in Extreme Rules as in the rules of the match are extreme, but also the concept of extreme totally rules. Uh-huh. M- much like money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll get to uh, 
And then, then they just transitioned it into, um, into just calling it Extreme Rules. It was the same thing with Vengeance. And then one year, Vengeance was Vengeance, Knight of Champions. Yeah. And then it just became Knight, Knight of Champions. Champions. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they, they play it up as like, this is when all the crazy matches happen. That wasn't this well. year. <laughs> it was... Uh, it was... Uh, there, there was a little bit of... A, a not the most extreme rules we've ever seen. No. no. A little but, bit of plunder. But I mean, like, I mean, everyone's argument is like, how extreme can you get in the PG era, right? Because when people think extreme, it's they been, think ECW, like old ECW. It's been better in previous years. Yeah. 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 I mean, that extreme is a, a well-branded word, but... Uh, That's true. There were, I mean, there were a couple things. There was... I mean, last year we cage. had AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, this... I actually really liked this whole pay-per-view. I mean, there obviously there's like one match that I had a problem with. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Generally speaking, I actually found this match very, or this, this The main event uh, kind of did save it a little bit. Yeah, I found like, the pay-per-view entertaining enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I always it, find it, it just entertaining. The, the, the extreme quality of it, I take some issue with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. It, um, it was a very enjoyable event. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kalisto defeated Apollo Crews in a, in a singles match on the pre-show. Yeah, Apollo Crews still doing like the Titus O'Neil thing. Yeah, yeah. Titus and, Brand. Titus Brand. And uh, 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 it's, uh, <laughs> it's... I can't even do the... My hands don't can, do that. It's okay. uh, Kalisto has a whole new intro now. Well, he's got a new, new theme he's got song. Yeah, well, he's, it's the Lucha... He, I, I guess it's his old... I don't actually know if it's his old music, but he's not entering to the Lucha Dragons music. Right. But he still does the... Isn't like, it like a remake show? Doesn't he still do the Lucha and the song? Well, he does He does the Doesn't say it in the theme song? I don't know. I can't recall. I thought it was just a remix. Oh. Maybe I'm out of It's a much more like techno. <laughs> yeah, but it's still does the lucha. But yeah, they're both. They're, uh, I don't know. Both guys definitely feel as far as like a storyline goes. Like they're spinning their wheels a little bit. Yeah. Like the Titus Brand thing is. There was a bit it, where, where Titus had a match against Kalisto. I think this is after this pay per view. Titus had a match against Kalisto and won by pulling the tights. Yeah. And yeah. Apollo Cruz was at ringside and was like, "What do you you pull you pulled his tight? What was that? <laughs> what are you doing?" And Titus is like, "Ah, oh, it's fine." And Apollo's like, "No, I have a problem with it, but not enough to actually do anything." Right. You know, it's like I'm enjoying this brand exposure, and yet I'm a good guy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I thought I, it was just going to be. It might end up being just a full on like heel turn for Apollo, maybe at some point, but. It's funny. It'd be fun if he just snaps and beats the crap out of Titus. Yeah, that's true too. Like maybe that's what he needs. Like this whole Titus. And Darren Young has come back and <laughs> right. saved his former tag team partner. Oh, Darren Young. Remember Darren Young? Remember, remember how they were going to make him great remember again? Remember him? <laughs> it was only like three months ago. Yeah, with, uh, with Bob Backlund. Yeah, I totally with, forgot about. And then they Darren disappeared. Young. Yeah, yeah, he just poof. I think this has been that whole Titus Brand thing too. Is like. Just letting Titus... It's been better for Titus. Yeah. Because he's just super charismatic. It just gives him stuff to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, main main show. The WWE Intercontinental Championship match. The Miz defending against Dean Ambrose yeah. with the totally extreme stipulation <laughs> that if Ambrose is disqualified, he loses the title. Which makes complete sense from the character, the Miz, Miz's standpoint. Right. I yeah. feel. Well, like, yeah. <clears throat> the build-up all made sense. Right. I guess. I mean, kind normally, of, right? Normally, they reserve this stipulation for when a heel is the champion and they just keep auto-disqualifying yeah, themselves. But, like, but Ambrose is unhinged. Yeah, sorry, not the Miz defending. The Miz, sorry, Dean Ambrose defending. Right. Uh, yeah, normally they keep this for when the, the heel is a champ and they keep getting themselves DQ'd to retain the title. Yeah. Right, right. This is like Miz goaded Dean into accidentally getting himself DQ'd once and mm -hmm. then petitioned for this stipulation then to he, be put in. Then yeah. he jumped on that. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, ideally, it probably should have been Miz making Dean so mad that he would break the rules during the match. Yes. Right? But that wasn't really happening. Like, no. there, he wasn't, Dean wasn't being pushed as a character like, hey, I'm getting really upset at the Miz, and all I want to do is hurt him real bad. Yeah. But it was just like, they just made this stipulation, which makes sense from, like, this is the kind of match Miz would want to have. Oh, absolutely. Ironically, like, yeah, at yeah. an Extreme Rules pay-per-view, but the build, I don't know, I didn't really like the build that much. I thought it didn't make much sense from yeah. Dean's standpoint. Yeah, Dean was just sort of like, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Dean was like, right. I, 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 I guess this is all happening to me. Yeah. I'm not going to try and aid it or stop it. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I see the game plan from Mrs. point of view, right? Yeah. He's yeah. Got the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the, it makes sense from Mrs. Motivation, half yeah. of the character. Mrs. Motivation and everything yeah, yeah. that he did makes perfect sense. But Dean was just like, Whatever, man. Okay. I just yeah. want to fight. I'm, I'm here to compete. Fringe. Right. <laughs> He's unstable. He doesn't know strategy or anything. I don't care about my brand. I am <laughs> Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Trade Dean Ambrose is a registered trademark of World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love how much that fires you up. <laughs> well, Dean just, Ambrose. Well, it's he's crazy, man. He doesn't, he doesn't follow any rules. He doesn't or know what he's doing. Yeah. Yes, he's a complete <laughs> lunatic who actually has no concept of reality. Yeah. No, he just doesn't care about a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. He's not actually insane. <laughs> so, uh, but this match. So the match is, of course, Miz trying to get Dean to DQ himself, or more accurately, make the referee think that Dean did something worthy of disqualification. In awesomely terrible and hilarious ways. Yeah, getting his wife to slap him was the that best was part. That was so good. Slap me, slap me now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hit me, hit me, hit me. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, this was also, wasn't the only other... Didn't they mention this on commentary? They're like, the only other match to change hands on a disqualification was Randy Orton against Christian. Yeah. Oh, they had the title to change hands. Yeah, the title changes on on DQ. Because they had the same stipulation. The same stipulation, but they did it a lot better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that was Randy Orton, the heel, at that time. I think so, yeah. Getting the, having the stipulation. Was that like severe anger issues, Randy Orton? No, he was just just a dick. No, just like Christian, I think I remember watching that match and Christian like spit in his face. Mm-hmm. And that caused Randy oh. to like go just lose it, yeah. right? So yeah, because it's the 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 getting Maurice to slap Miz is because if someone from outside, like if Adam and I have a match mm-hmm. and Matt hits me, then that by the rules right. that is that that helps Adam. So Adam gets disqualified and I win, That's even that. if me and Matt aren't even. Wrestle Bros. Right. Yeah. And there was kind of that great moment where the ref, like after Maurice slapped Miz, where the ref was like to Ambrose and Maurice, Are you two together? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There was just a brief moment where he was like, Is this a plan? Or are you two? <laughs> yeah. And Dean's like, No. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the referee is not an idiot. He's like, okay, right. this is this is the Miz trying to. That's arguable how these referees are displayed sometimes. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. So it's because he's like, you know, technically by the rules, outside interference attacking the Miz means that Dean should get disqualified because that's just how the matches work. Right. But the referee was like, ah, mm, we're gonna pretend that that didn't happen. Yeah. Which we saw like the previous. Week, uh, right? Didn't uh, the Miz interfere in one of Ambrose's matches against someone I can't remember? But then, yeah. like, Miz jumps the ring and then attacks Ambrose's opponent, yeah, and is yeah. all smarmy about it. Like, yeah. I got so, you DQ'd. So the ref realizes what's going on and actually ejects Maurice, like, sends Maurice to the back. Yeah. Gives her the old, you're out of here. <laughs> uh, she comes back. Miz, Miz shoves Ambrose into yeah. the ref, yeah, right. 
And the ref thinks that Ambrose did it on purpose. I don't know why the ref would think that. <laughs> because but sure. just launching yourself at referees is yeah. a thing wrestlers do sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And Ambrose insists that Miz pushed him. But while arguing with the ref, that allows... that's Ambrose is distracted yeah. long enough for Miz to sneak up behind him and hit him with the skull-crushing finale. Yep. One uh, of the best-named finishers yes. in all of our Also, Also... <laughs> Actually, both these guys have very protected finishers in terms of... We talked about that term, protected finishers, mm -hmm. in terms of, like, it does. they don't always get to hit it, but when they do hit it, it generally is... It's like it wins. Yeah. And so he hits him with a skull-crushing finale and wins. Mm -hmm. uh, the Miz is now a seven-time intercontinental seven champion. Do you think he's going to pass Jericho? Because Jericho's, like, nine-time. Something like that. He's yeah. in second, right? It's yeah, Jericho, it's then Miz? Jericho, then Miz, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, again... I would have rather, in a perfect world, I would have rather had Miz stay on SmackDown and be wrestling for the world title right now. Because I think he really earned it. But, yeah. I mean, if this is what we get, this is what we get, right? Yeah, I'm, I, the only reason I'm a little bummed is because we had really good Miz-Dean Intercontinental feud on SmackDown mm -hmm. yeah. last year. Yeah. And it, it's just Miz and Dean feuding over the Intercontinental title. Like, it's good. Yeah. I like both of them. But it's, it's the same feud. Yeah, Still, I don't even actually know again. what's going on with the title now. What are they doing? Do you know? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, with the Miz? With, like after this pay-per-view. So the Miz, so now the they've written Maurice off. Oh, right. right. So Miz, Miz and Maurice. Miz has a squad of bears. Yeah, so Miz now oh, has shit, the right. entourage. Yeah, he has an entourage. Bo Dallas yeah, yeah. about to do something. <laughs> right, yes. Bo Dallas inspired a writer to cast him in the role of a teddy bear. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Curtis Axel. And Curtis Axel. Marine 5 hookup, right? Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, they were in the Marine and, 5 together. And uh, yeah. so now they're the entourage. That's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. And the, what a guy to be with, too, right? Like, yeah. Oh, that's great. Was there what? Was there a specific reason they wrote Maurice off? Uh, so I read that they wrote them off because that sort of couples dynamic is now going to be Mike Bennett and Maria Kanellis now that they've debuted. Oh, okay. Uh, so they're going to do the sort of you heel can, couple. You can have more than one couple. I just, I'm, I'm not one aren't of the writers, on, man. Are they on SmackDown anyway? Uh, no, didn't they? Uh, are they? Yeah, they are on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. Because they, they debuted at Money in the Bank. Yeah, 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 that's right. I got that in Extreme Rules confused. Um... So that's what I read. I don't know if it's true. Huh. This is huh. just, you know, dirt cheap. I don't even I, know. I read who, that. I read that well, same story, okay. actually. Yeah. Mike Canales, but I don't even know who he is. Like, you know, I, I actually TNA. don't know who Mike Canales is either. <laughs> anyway. So they are the, uh, the, the, they're now the it couple. Yeah. They, of course, came from us, uh, from Impact. Yeah. Where they did pretty good work. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Huh. I'm interested to see. If... <coughs> anyway. Pardon me. It's about to Raw. <laughs> We're on Raw right now. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a fine match. Yeah, it's fun. But yeah. yeah, the the entourage is that uh, Miz has like a group of people. When we were talking about the bear, it was there was somebody <laughs> somebody in a bear suit, and it and then another person also in a bear suit, and it turns out that it was yeah. Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas, and now Miz has like a Miz has cronies basically, yeah. right? Which is that totally works for him. So. Yeah, Miz is great. Okay, next match on this card is the mixed tag Noam Dar and Alicia Fox or Fox, Fox. <laughs> versus Rich Swan and Sasha Banks. Yeah, the ones that dance. Yes, <laughs> they uh, dance. I've never why what I never pictured Sasha's never much of a Sasha's. dancer. Is she? Have she does not, that thing where she she sort of sashays. Have you not seen them do the their post match dancing? I don't think so. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, That's how they became best friends. Sasha and Rich Swan, they do. Well, Sasha and Rich Swan have been doing Rich Swan's post match dance 
after right. matches. Um, and it's really more Rich Swan doing Rich Swan's dance and Sasha kind of you know, just standing like a boss behind him. Yeah. But no, no, I've been seeing her like actually like they've been doing it. Oh yeah, I completely guess, in sync. Doing, yeah, it's doing been all more the coordinated. And, yeah, and then they'll cut to the crowd and the crowd's doing it also. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's really excited really about happy. dancing. I, I, we're not going to do it. Like, no. <laughs> Wasn't this feud just Sasha and Alicia feuding? Really? Kind of. Like, that like, was basically it. And then, like, Noam Dar getting involved, and then Rich, they all kind of, this was just, this This was basically just, like, it was just need something to do. You remember last, how last episode we were like, we don't watch 205 Live because there's just too much wrestling. Yeah. Right. yeah. I had someone hit me up on Twitter and be like, good. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. He was like, "Good, it's not been good. The rest, yeah. of, like the matches, have been good, but he's like, the, the story stories has. have been bad." Yeah, because didn't this story like have Cedric Alexander at one point? Well, he got hurt, and then they just sort of swapped him, Rich Swan, in for him Pretty in the storyline. Yeah, well, I mean, like that whole like Alicia Fox is the crazy girlfriend, and right, Noam like, Dar like stole her from cedric alexander but then cedric got hurt and i think they just kind of scrapped it like yeah. as is the norm in so now alicia like, and sasha right. don't like each other and because they are friends respectively with uh noam dar and that, rich swan then didn't, doesn't alicia think that sasha was like hitting on noam dar or something oh probably i think yeah i might i think that's it but again we don't watch 205 live and i don't even know if it was on raw or not sorry friends but i mean the match was fine yeah, I'm just, just I'm just glad to see uh, I'm just glad to see Alicia Fox getting more actual like ring yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Best Northern Lights suplex in the business. I'm not even kidding. I know. <laughs> it's just it's such a random claim to fame. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's so good. Though. I do a really good Northern Lights suplex. It's like, yeah. all right, sweet. All I right. don't I don't remember how this match ended. Swan hits Noam Dar with a Phoenix Splash. Yeah. Oh, the Phoenix Splash. That's right. Okay. Dude, I love. Um, oh, Rich Banks, Banks get to do the double knee takedown on Dar outside the ring. That was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. I remember usually that. Usually, WWE is like super. KG about. KG, yeah, about men and women interacting. Yeah. Yeah. So, because the way we've talked about it before, but the way that a mixed tag match works is it's you have a, a man on each team and a woman on each team. And if they, if the, say, the men are in the ring and one of the men tags out for the women, the other team has to change. Yeah. So that it's always men v men, women v women. Mm -hmm. Right. But sometimes you can have, they, they, they will allow uh, women to take a couple shots at men. Yeah. The so, women can hit offense on men. Yeah. They're real careful about doing the opposite for good reasons. For, you know, it's not like in the past wrestlers have had sorted histories of domestic abuse. So they, right, they, right. they try to. Yeah. They, they, they try to dance around that a little a bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But um, big, big flashy double knee takedowns, all good. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. So yeah, Rich Swan and Sasha Banks win the match. Yeah, and I love they, Rich Swan's uh, kick. Around. That spin kick he does. Mm -hmm. Elias Sampson is now in the Oh, yeah! Dude, <laughs> I'm becoming the biggest fan of this guy. Because they have done this beautifully like on Raw. Because like, for weeks... On Raw, Elias Sampson, his he was in NXT. I mm -hmm. think we've talked. We must have talked about him briefly. Um, I'll talk about him briefly yeah, when you're done. <laughs> he was in NXT and he was the Drifter, and it was like kind of like a whatever gimmick. Like we didn't. We were like, okay, yeah, sure, like okay. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, Cassius, when Cassius Ono came back, him and Elias Sampson had a loser leaves NXT mm -hmm. match, and yep. Cassius won. 
Which fits into the drifter gimmick. It's right. like, all right, go away. And then all of a sudden, you just see in random backstage yeah. interviews, yeah. <laughs> Elias Samson just walking in the background with his guitar over his shoulder. I put some, I put some clips in the last episode. Did you? Yeah. Oh, They're so good. God, yeah. Especially when he starts playing them like backstage. He's yeah. just like some Jericho interview, and he's just in the back. Yeah, just... So he's sitting in the middle of the ring with a spotlight on him, yeah. and he's like, I was walking down, walking through Baltimore, there in Baltimore, I mentioned that. Uh, he's, he was walking around Baltimore, and he was inspired to write this song. And he starts playing his guitar. His guitar playing is great. Yeah, he's really good. good at guitar. His singing voice is not <laughs> not as good. His no. singing is very <laughs> flat. Yeah. He's like, I'm singing a song. <laughs> Baltimore is bathed in filth. These are the words that I sing. It's like very very flat. What's um what was flatter, Elias Sampson or us three singing Oh Canada? At the oh, in the pre-release. It was. Tough, tough, <laughs> tough call. We gave Samson a run for his money. Yeah. <laughs> so he sings a song about how Baltimore is filthy and all the people suck and the city is depressing and it's the fault of anybody who lives there. And uh, classic heel who sings. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so good. I've seen him do it live twice. Really, it's so good. Yeah. So yeah, he probably he, writes all those himself too. I hope, or maybe I don't. I don't really give creative that much credit to write it. <laughs> this was weird to have like on a pay per view. It but, was really yeah. random, but I loved it. Yeah. I don't know. I this think is, they've, they've done it really well. Just like I just love seeing him just in a little tiny speck in the background, just like walking by. Yeah, it was like a drifter sighting. Got him. Okay, you know what matches next? I think Settle I in, everybody. Yep. The WWE Raw Women's Championship match. Yes. Alexa Bliss defends against Bailey in a <sighs> kendo stick on a pole match. There was a kendo stick on a pole. Yes. So. <laughs> The lead up the, uh, to this match, this match, like the match, this the match was not awful. I had some problems with it. Yeah, we had some yeah. But the the lead up to it was Woof. the big issue. Woof is the only thing yeah. I can say. Just we talked about it last time. Yeah, it's, just, it's the same storyline again. Yeah. I don't want to like it's so, just Charlotte versus Bailey. So, Charlotte Bailey, but with a smaller version of Charlotte. <laughs> right, smaller, <laughs> meaner. Like when you, if you took Charlotte in half, like the dolls. <laughs> yeah. Alexa would be inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. doll. <laughs> if you lifted Charlotte, and then it's like, oh look, an Alexa. I, I was saying that if you just left Charlotte in the dryer too long. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Alexa. Yeah. Uh, ah, I shrunk it again. <laughs> One of the highest rated segments on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. During the Monday Night Wars, so probably the high, one of the highest rated segments of Raw of all time. Yeah, it got like an eight point something. It was crazy, it was like ridiculous. Like it shouldn't have happened. But I don't know how was. ratings work to say like how good an eight point whatever is. Yeah, but it's well, a lot. They're doing like three. Uh, they're doing like three, three currently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was um, mankind, McFoley mankind presenting the Rock? This is your life. Yeah, and sort of sh- it was you know the. There was an old TV show called This Is Your Life where it would be like, hey, random person, this is your life. And they'd right. have like someone they someone would bring their friend on and the show would have done all this research and gotten people from their past and be like, you may not remember him, but this was your seventh grade teacher. And yeah. they'd come on and like talk about what they were like as a kid. And like it was it was a combination of like like sort of embarrassing and good natured ribbing, but also really heartwarming and like that 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 was the show This Is Your Life. Mm-hmm. 
So then Mick Foley, as Mankind, <laughs> did The Rock, This Is Your Life, with, which of course was all in, in kayfabe, all storyline, of, you know, like, this was your, you know, your homeroom teacher or whatever, and right, right. she was like, oh, he was always making pie, you know, oh, The Rock <laughs> loves pie, you know, like, that, you know, it was all, like, very, you know, like, humorous and stuff, yeah. but it was, because this was, a, this was during the, uh, during the, 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 the Rock and Sock connection, yeah, yeah. right, where, where, one of the greatest storylines yeah, ever, where Rock and Mankind were a tag team yeah. and everything, and like that, so, um, so, in the lead up to this, Alexa did Bailey, This Is Your Life. And it was b- bad. It was really bad. It was just really bad. It was and not even like the good shitty kind of bad that I love. Yeah. Just. And like, uh, you could tell that Alexa knew that it was bad. Yeah. Right. Because like, she was not, like, not in a way that uh, scuppered it, but you could tell by what she was saying and doing that she was like, this is not... Not good. invested, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which they hurts had, the segment as it a does, whole, right? It, yeah. it does, but right. I think it was more hurt by... Like, I think she was trying to save what she could by sort of winking that, like, this is not great. Because yeah. they, they had, in the ring, there was three people yeah. and Alexa and this table of yeah. stuff with, like, pictures of Bailey when she was younger. Yeah, but then, right. like, a slinky... Right, <laughs> like a like a like a tea set, like baby toys. Yeah, yeah, because she's a baby. And it was, but it's like here's toys she played with when she was a baby. What a nerd! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Toys, babies. Am I right? <laughs> the <Fucking> hell. <laughs> And so they had like one of her, uh, one of her teachers. My opponent used to be a baby. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't watched the segment. Um, Graham's explanation right now was about three times as entertaining yeah, yeah, yeah. as the second. Yeah. Like, that was good. They, uh, had a, they, they had a teacher called, what was her grade school teacher? Like Mrs. Flaps? Yeah. Or Flappers or something? Something like that. And Alexa was like, really? That's your name? Okay, Flaps. Sure. <laughs> you know, and like her story about Bailey was that she was a wonderful student, but that she got nervous and so like her had to have her dad around sometimes. Right. I mean, I guess that what they were going for was to set up as, you know, Bailey isn't ready for... Yeah, but certainly she's mentally... The same story. She's mentally yeah. a child. Yeah, she's, just, yeah. She's, she needs like, help. Basically, basically uh, it was rough. The only things in this that were not just restating the same, <laughs> right. the same stuff as before were, like, were not interesting pieces of information, yeah. right? So the talk to, like, one of her former best friends... And uh, it was like, you know, we used to be really good friends, except whenever I wanted to hang out, she just wanted to stay in and watch Raw and SmackDown. And then, like, a former... The guy was supposed to be a former boyfriend, and then her former boyfriend and former best friend started making out. Out. (laughs) I wish we were making this up. Oh, sick dunk on Bailey. (laughs) And the, the... Honestly, the worst part about the whole thing is then Bailey had to come out and pretend to actually be hurt by this. Right. As opposed to what any normal person would be, which is like, yeah. Alexa, what, what are you yeah. doing? You got, you yeah. got me. You got I'll me. See I, you used later. To, I used to be a baby, and these people that I don't care about <laughs> Who are, not are making out yeah. now. Oh, you sick burn on me, I guess. Yeah. These adults I have no current connection to <laughs> yeah. are doing things. <laughs> Damn. Yep. What next? And yeah, and I mean, I mean, even in like Alexa's delivery was not as great as it could have been when she's like, here, see this doll? This is a doll that Bailey used to play with when she was a little girl. Actually, I think she still plays with it. 
next thing. And it's like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it, Charlie... it was just a bad segment. Yeah. And th this is, this is weird. Cause in the moment, Bailey comes out at the end and tries to attack Alexa and they fight back and forth and Alexa ends up getting the other hand, but she right. had a cane underneath the kendo stick yeah. underneath the Bailey pretends table. that she's actually like hurt by this. But right. earlier in the night, at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view, there's a backstage interview mm -hmm. where she, like, makes fun of the segment. She's like, Alexa tried to do this terrible, is this your life segment? Because everyone, everyone, shit, everyone shit all over yeah. the segment. And so they were like, we should have Bailey shit all over the segment. It's like, yes, you should have done that at the time because it was stupid. It was terrible. You should have yeah. had Bailey come out and be like, this was lame, Alexa. Yeah. This was really terrible and bad. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Ale that Barry is like Alexa's character, though? Even if they planned it that way, like... You know what I mean? Like for another wrestler to come out, even if it is stupid, in 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 the no, I the, think I think that would have worked because it, it would have been like, wow, Alexa, this is really petty and lame of you. Yeah, because they play at the time they played it off like it was effective. Yeah, which right. is mind-boggling. Yeah. Right. I mean, not that like they would ever do this, but I mean, Alexa could have ad-libbed her way into a better segment mm -hmm. had Bailey just no sold it and yeah. just been like. I have, look, I don't know what you're doing. This is dumb. Yeah. Everyone's laughing at you. What's you going on? If I ever become a wrestler, mm. it's not too late, right? No. Yeah. I'm 33. Yeah. I don't know why I looked at my watch that I don't have on. Tell <laughs> <laughs> you how old you are. What I'm going to do, according to my like, wrist, <laughs> this is my opponent. You know what? He sucks real bad. And to prove my point, let's go to the YouTube comments. <laughs> and I'm just going to show. <laughs> and then I'm just going to show a screenshot of his, the raw clip of him in his match last week. Your character is just going to be that you read the comments? <laughs> yeah. Read Twitter. Wow. We're like, just, just. Oh, here's YouTube. a good one. I mean, it's just mean tweets, right? But Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I'll be the biggest heel in the business. Actually, I probably end up being the biggest baby face in the business with the way wrestling is today. Was the the kendo stick that Alexa had there had this match already been made? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. So they are this this match because also in the build up was Bailey can't get extreme. Will Bailey get extreme? Because she's a child and she used to be a baby. Children can't get and extreme. And babies can't get extreme. Bailey is a child. Bailey Ergo. Rhymes, <laughs> Bailey rhymes with baby. <laughs> but that was the whole just a few letters away. That was the whole buildup. Like from the com like from like from Alexa. Alexa was like, you you are gonna be incapable of of beating me because you won't allow yourself to get extreme. Yeah. Air quotes get extreme. It's and right. the commentators were like, Will Bailey get extreme? And it's like did y'all see the Iron Man match yeah. she had with Sasha? Yeah. Like, did you see the match in NXT where she didn't tap out and just passed out in a chokehold from, like, <laughs> yeah. Bailey's not soft. Yeah. This is exactly, this is just a female John Cena story. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like what they're trying to like what they did with like remember when John Cena and Bray Wyatt fought? Yeah, or Kane. Yeah, or and the Nexus. Like, and it's will like never... will John Cena turn? But it's like but that was like well no because he's a goody goody and he's you know yeah right. But Bailey's character has done plenty of extreme stuff before. Yeah. Will Bailey get extreme? Yeah, why not? She has. Yeah. But this is WWE. Get extreme equals use weapons. Yeah. For the purposes of this pay-per-view, yeah. right? That's the only time you get extreme is when you swing a weapon. Yeah. Right. This isn't just regular Everything violence. else, like, yeah, throwing someone into a set of stairs isn't extreme. Like, yeah. be belly to belly on the floor, no problem. Yeah. Swinging a kendo stick, I, I don't know, that's hard. Dude, I don't understand. 
spoiler alert, this match is like this match felt like it was two minutes long. Yeah, yeah, it, it did. was real quick. Yeah. But it was like it was probably ran like six minutes. Right. Uh, it was not much of a match. In five minutes ten. This was shorter than the cruiserweight tag team match. Yeah. yeah. Which is unreal. But I mean, the buildup wasn't that great, and maybe they just—I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm not backstage, and I don't know what they're trying to get at. I can only watch something and just be like, "Why?" Right. And you this know? wasn't like this kind of ended the feud, right? Isn't they're moving on to over, a Nia yeah. Jax? Well, are Nia Jax and, and and Bailey and oh yeah, but Nia Jax and Alexa are like best friends now. They're right. Like, that's right. their thing now. Is like. Nia Jax was like, I'll watch your back if you watch mine kind of thing. I mean, Nia Jax was like, I'll basically protect you until I can take the title from you. Yeah. And Alexis is like, uh, Alexis is sure. like, uh, sure? sure? Trying to manipulate the situation. I guess apparently but... they're, they're really good friends, like, in real life. Like, they travel together and stuff like that. So Alexa they, and, and Nia Jax. Nia Jax yeah. yeah. So they paired them together. So, this match, though, the kendo stick on a pole match. Yeah. Yeah. The... Uh, Known as the Russo special, the yeah, something yeah. on a pole. <laughs> right. So, the, <gasps> sorry, I have to mention it. Okay. Did you see the thing Vince Russo did? Oh, got a uh, restraining order <laughs> on Jim Cornette. Yeah. Really? Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Jim, I didn't. I didn't. Sorry, Jim Cornette funny. is like a, a very like uh, he was very involved in the mid south. Yeah. Uh, old territory wrestling days, yeah. and mm-hmm. he was also a he's a very good manager. Yeah. Um, and a very outspoken, very loud, outspoken. loud man. Yeah. Right. He's gotten a lot better. Yeah. But there was a time where Jim Cornette would, if he had an opinion was, on something, he was a he salty let, old bat. He would let everyone know, and he yeah. thinks that wrestling is dying. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now he's got worst. a podcast. And so conversely, he's... Vince Russo thinks that he is God's gift to wrestling. Yeah. And is. Possibly insane. <laughs> yeah. And so they're having a fight. Yeah. And then Vince Russo just got it. I mean, they, like, they deserve They probably each haven't other. talked to each other for like 10 years. They probably like, deserve right, each right. other yeah. at this point. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. For yeah. the people that are into wrestling more deeper than this show, yeah. we all found it really funny. Yeah. Just, I didn't hear about the restraining order. Yeah. That, that's fine. Apparently, Cornette, like, is making copies of them and se- like he's selling them, like he's signing <laughs> copies Sign, of the autograph copies, and then giving like half of the proceeds to a charity, yeah. which is super sweet. But yeah, it cracked me up. So how does a blank on a pole match work? So they get a pole, yeah, <laughs> and they put it in one of the corners yeah. of the ring, and then they hang said item yeah. on the pole, and then the first person to get up and grab the item off the pole can use it. Yeah, unless it's like the item is. The wind condition. Yeah. Like, if they have... There, <laughs> there was a Viagra on a pole match in WCW. <laughs> so if it's a, if it's an item that isn't really a weapon, then it's the wind condition. It creates a weapon. That's the... That's the yeah. that's, that's, it, can, it creates... But, you could argue it creates a kendo stick. But it isn't, takes a while. <laughs> isn't, TNA's, isn't TNA's answer to Money in the Bank... Uh, the the feaster fired match isn't that a contract on a pole match yeah. So, yeah yeah so yeah feaster fired have you seen one yeah they're bad yeah oh, yeah they're real bad yeah it's a it's that. usually they they roll out that gimmick when someone's leaving yeah the, the promotion the feaster fired is like uh, if you get the if you get the contract on a pole then you basically you then then you you have TNA's version of money in the bank mm-hmm. and if yeah. you lose the match you fire oh it's just one on one yeah oh okay well I think there have been multiple the, people. So does everyone get fired? No, well, Feaster fired, instead of one briefcase, there are four. Oh, yeah, yeah. What and the fuck? That's it, right, one on each 
Thank there's you. There's one on each uh, corner. And in three of them are title opportunities. So there's like a tag title shot, X Division shot, World Heavyweight shot. And the fourth one is a pink slip. <laughs> okay. So okay, actually, that's kind of awesome. There'll be, you know, like six to eight wrestlers in the match. <laughs> and it's like, once you grab a briefcase, that's your briefcase, you leave the match. You don't win or lose, You just that's your briefcase. Yeah. And then later on, sometimes that it. night, sometimes the next week, there's the big reveal. So the four people who got the briefcases will be sitting down and they'll do the dramatic opening one and whoever's last uh, inevitably Has gets fired. So. Yeah. And then it's a big emotional like thing. Like, oh, I got yeah. fired. And sometimes they don't even actually get fired. Like, the a recent one, I don't, I don't want to segue too much into TNA, but like a wrestler got fired Grado, who didn't actually leave, just put on a mask and came back as obviously himself. Nice. So wrestling. Wrestling. Go wrestling. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling. Yeah. Here's how this goes. <laughs> they spend the first minute or so being like, oh, will Bailey go for it? Will Bailey get extreme? Will Bailey get extreme? And so then they climb the ropes and Bailey grabs the stick. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Bailey got the kendo stick. Now Bailey gets to use the kendo stick. Except then Alexa grabs the stick and starts beating the crap out of Bailey with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got this. Actually, made me so mad. I ordered. <laughs> I gave the WWE money. <gasps> you got the ah, money. Yes! So I, oh I, my god! So I, I got ah, I got I the it. WWE Book of Rules. <laughs> yeah. This I cannot recommend. This book. Have this you book looked at is, it yet? Yes, incomprehensible. <laughs> Have you seen this book? No. This it's, is look at look, uh, for those watching. Look at look at the interior of this thing. It's it, a kid drawing. <laughs> it's a fucking. Did it Bailey draw in this yeah. thing? It is, what it is a bunch of like notes for like. There's there's an amount of real content and then like a bunch of <laughs> jokes like you know like for British TV series they would do like like the Mr Bean companion and it'd be like a bunch of in universe stuff or like I, the Monty Python book. Yeah, actually, the Monty Python oh my bot be okay, right? And so it's like rules are made to be broken. It's like it's it's just a bunch of like stuff, and then occasionally there's things in like little courier font that's that like actual the typed matches. out things. Yeah, and so, I, so this is the section on stipulation matches, and I cannot find <laughs> blank on a pole match, uh, steel cage match. Um, oh yeah, here we go. Uh, winning by pinfall, submission, or escaping the cage with both feet touching the floor on the other side. If in tag team cage matches, tornado rules apply, but it doesn't explain what happens. The the, yeah. the door. It doesn't explain. Oh yeah. The whole door thing, which was the whole thing that we were talking about a couple. Like, does it even tell you what tornado rules are? I mean, I know what they are. You know what they are. Uh, it might be elsewhere in the book. Yeah, it's in, I, it's I would just, assume that you if you're cannot, buying this book, you know what a tornado. Cannot, is. I mean, I assume if you buy this book, you kind of know everything in there. But <laughs> but like, there's no uh, there's no index. There's no <laughs> a glossary of terms. No, this is the most. This is awful. How much did this cost you? Do wow. I want to know? This was like ten bucks. Okay. Okay. And I got a, it. It was on Prime, so it was free shipping. Thank God. <laughs> but like this was. Oh, it's an elimination Prime. chamber. Elimination chamber. So... Uh, tables match, chairs match, right. ladder match, and then TLC. It's like all of them. Uh, money in the this bank. Is hilariously awful. Uh, <laughs> items accepted for use in a no holds barred match. Can I just say, as a as a major wrestling fan and as someone who. Uh, I used to work on the rules of a card game. That used to be my job, is to mm -hmm. manage the magic rules. I thought this book would just be right in my wheelhouse. I thought this would be... I, 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 was, I was actually looking forward to this book, and the, the interior of it is... It's, I cannot recommend this book. Right. It's awful. I was every, really, every signature weapon needs a good name. 
Sure. That's Apparently, true. Triple H's sledgehammer is called the equalizer. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So, uh, this is interesting. Substances or elements acceptable for use in extreme rules match include, but are not limited to, uh, salt or other seasonings, <laughs> kabuki powder, mysterious green mist, saliva, or fire, asterisk, when set to an object. So, last man standing right. match, I quit match, casket match, inferno rules, boiler room match. And then, then we're on to a section of superstar conduct. It doesn't actually list something on a pole match. So, yeah, really glad I bought this. Wow. Who wrote the forward? Well, they got extreme. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan wrote the forward? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smackdown commission. So, yeah, there's rules of the ring, what to wear, entrances and exits, stipulation matches, and superstar conduct. And the stipulation matches doesn't have some stipulation doesn't, matches. Doesn't list things in a right. But blank on a pole matches have been around for a long time. Oh yeah, the last page is a copy of a 1040 IRS form that just says "Has pay your taxes." Signed, Erwin R. Scheister scribbled all over it. So like, wow. it's Scheister. Actually, IRS. IRS. Erwin R. Scheister is uh, Bray Wyatt's father. Yeah, and, yeah. and Bo Dallas. And, and Bo Dallas. Yeah. But it's like it's a bunch of like cute. Wrestling references in it, I guess, but it's not what I wanted. It's certainly not a rule book. No, no. So it's not even rule book adjacent. Thanks WWE. Anyway, the fact that Bailey got the kendo stick and Alexa Bliss was the first person to use it was dumb because that was the whole point, right? Bailey grabbed it, pulled it down, dropped it, and then Alexa just grabbed it, beat the shit out of Bailey with a kendo stick, hit her with a DDT, and won the match. Yeah, that was that. That was the match. That's the clip notes on that match. Yeah, it was not. I did not it, like it. I was like, I don't understand. Like, why? Why? Like, it didn't do anything for either woman. Like, yeah. it was just like. It, it was a weird write off. Like, yeah. the kendo stick got involved. It felt like 15 seconds into the match. And usually in these things, there's like, a, there's some buildup, right? Yeah. Like, it's on the pole. Who's going to get it? You know, there's all these kind of false, like, oh, so and so's going to grab it. No, they're stopped at the last minute. It's kind mm. of this cage match element yeah. to it. And there was none of that. It was just, oh, the thing fell down. And there was no tension in the match either, because it's like Alexa starts hitting Bailey with it. Yeah. Like, hits her with it, hits her with it, hits her with it. Bailey starts to <laughs> stagger back to her feet, and Alexa hits her with a DDT and pins her. Yeah. Right. There, there was, was no, like... There was no build-up. There was no drama. There was no false finishes. It was just... This might be one of the cases, too, where, like, maybe they did have a match planned out, and then all of a sudden, WWE or whoever was like, you have six minutes, and they're just like, fuck. Maybe. Yeah. You know, it, like... Like, all right, I guess, like... But this was the third match on the yeah, it's card. Yeah, like, it seemed early in the card for them to, you know, freak out about time, but who knows? Who knows? I mean, the, the... The main event goes long. The Rich the, Swan dance does take a while. The, <laughs> the, the Miz and Dean Ambrose was a 20-minute match. Really? Yeah. And then it was six and a half minutes for the mixed tag, five minutes for this. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then the rest, the other, the other matches are 15, 17 and a half, and almost half an hour. Yeah. But... Yeah. It was, it was, it was that there. That sums that one up. Yeah. Yeah. Next match was fun. Yeah. Speaking, actually, of tag team steel cage matches, yep. I had forgotten that that was literally the next <laughs> match we'd be talking about, uh, is the Hardy Boys, the yeah. champions, defending against Cesaro and Sheamus yeah. in a steel cage tag team match. Yes. With when uh, we've just discovered tornado tag team rules apply. Yeah. Tornado tag team rules is uh, everyone fights at once. That's it. Right. There's, no there's, no, there's no. there's no tag. There's no tag. You can't. There's no outside for them to be. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, 
there's no belt wedged up against in between the cage and the ropes, like yeah. just standing there waiting. This yeah. match was fun, dude. This was, was fun. Great. I I, I'm a huge uh, Cesaro Sheamus yeah. fan. They're doing really good work, dude. They're and so great as a tag team. Like, yeah. yeah, and you, you, and you, so and you gotta love the Hardy Boys. Oh yeah. My, my only Obviously. nitpick of this match was I got really confused when Jeff left. Yeah, the the cage, and then yeah. Matt was left by himself. But then Jeff just came back in. Well, because like, well, because the commentators were talking about that, right? It's like yeah. one of you, one of them could leave, but then they're leaving their partner, yeah. to the mercies of whoever's still in there. Which I so thought, it's like, it, I guess Jeff thought that Matt was on his way out as well. Yeah, and then got out and was like, ah, oh, right. But I don't. But know. then he just went back in, right? Yeah. Like I understand because I thought it was going to be Jeff leaves early, yeah. or gets out, and Matt gets held up, and then Cesaro and Sheamus kick the tar. Out of right. Matt Hardy, and that is our bridge to broken Matt Hardy. Oh, that could be. So but when Jeff, like when Jeff left, we still don't know if they're going to pull the trigger. We don't know that. either. Yeah, we have no idea. We but hope, but, but yeah, I don't. I don't think we should. I mean, at, at this point, it's you figured that that was mm. going to be like a like Jeff abandoning Matt kind of thing. No, actually, well, or Matt would view it as Jeff abandoning him. Yeah, I mean that was that was possibility. But like when Jeff left, if I'm remembering correctly, Matt was actually in control. Like I think he just hit two side effects. Yeah, and it looked like he was about to like make a run for the door or you know climb the cage because he's quick as a cat or whatever they said. And uh, but Jeff just kind of hanging out, and then then he got broke kicked or something. No, he got. Something. Something. I actually really liked the beginning of the match, too, where Cesaro Samus just, like, tried to just get out right away. <laughs> the bell rings like, oh, yeah, and gone. I'm gone. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, if you were at all confused as to the rules of this match, Michael Cole helpfully stepped in every 22 seconds yeah, and reminded you <laughs> that both yeah. members of the team had to hit the both feet on the floor at the same time. Yeah, yeah. which was hitting. relevant because Jeff did leave. Right. And yeah. got outside. And Matt later left as well, but Jeff was at that point back in the match. Yeah. So that's That's, that's the why. part I didn't yeah. like about this match was it was really confusing about So yeah, basically so they were they were they were both the Hardys were both on their way out. Seamus and Cesaro stop Matt, drag him back down, they hit him with a double team crucifix powerbomb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Jeff tries to get back in. Does end up slamming the door on Seamus's head. Yeah. Which Looked really painful. They should, they should just lose the door. It's they so should. stupid. Really, um, <laughs> you don't like the door? No. Well, it's because we don't understand the rules. Yeah. Right. When when does the door the, open? Yeah. Which this book still did not help. That's like, disappointing. They, I recall them at one point years ago saying that you're allowed each competitor, in the case of like a one-on-one match, is allowed to ask for the door to be opened once. Yeah, I don't remember the once part, but I do remember the, like. There was a referee. Yeah. That uh, there was a lock, like yeah. they kept it locked. They yeah. Unlock it each time, and they you had to be like signal the ref, and then they'd open the door, and then it'd be the drama. Like why even have climbing over the top of the cage a stipulation when you could just ask them to open the door? Like it's yeah. a lot faster. Like from a, a logical standpoint, it's like why why do I have to climb up when that's I? That's why just, I think like, they should get rid of the door. door. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. It's like can I can you open the door please? Well, you can put them in the ring, lower the cage, no door. The right. only way the only way to get out is to jump over. Yeah. You you can better sell the I have to go slower so my opponent has time to catch me yeah. move by climbing over yeah. than you can going out the door. Yeah. It's like I'm going, well, they I'm did going, this, they, where is he? I'll slow down. They did this too, like the same cage match finish that we've seen a billion times. Yeah. It's like the race to like one right. person's going I can't remember who was going out the door and some people some people were climbing over top. And then they have like the yeah. last lunge, and Cesaro and Sheamus win this match. Right. They also they also hit Matt with a double team white noise. 
Oh, yeah. From, from, from the top row. Yeah, which looked Matt good. got beaten badly. Yeah. But Jeff actually was the one who, uh, so, because um, Jeff went to get back in and hit Seamus and Cesaro with a whisper in the wind from the top of the cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's Jeff Hardy. And that's sort of how he, get, how, how he goes. So that what ends up happening after that is that Jeff is like effed from doing that move. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Matt is trying to drag Jeff out via the door. And Seamus and Cesaro come to enough to start climbing over the, the, the cage. And it's sort of like a down-to-the-wire thing where Matt is actually outside and just can't quite get Jeff out the door. And Seamus and Cesaro are lowering themselves down. And then... It's like, oh, what's it going to be? And then it's like, James and Cesaro land, and then Matt pulls Jeff out, and the bell rings, and Matt thinks that they've won, and then it turns out that James and Cesaro beat them by like a matter of seconds. Yeah, right. And then Matt's all upset about it, and Jeff is still, yeah, Jeff's still dazed from hitting his crazy move off the top of the cage. Yeah, uh, which is like, it's weird that he's more out of. He's more out of it from hitting his move off the top of the cage than Seamus and Cesaro are from being hit by his move at the, from the top of the cage. That should be a modifier, right? But that's the wrestling. <laughs> so yeah, Seamus and Cesaro win. Oh, like, it was actually a uh, move down off the top of the cage. I think it's just like thirty percent. Oh, okay, yeah. it's not crazy. Right? It was good though. This was a this was a good match. Uh, I'm glad, uh, or at least it, the last half was a good match, and then Seamus and Cesaro uh, won, which was great. Yeah. yeah. So. Like new, new tag champs, yeah. well, well deserved. Mm-hmm. I was expecting uh, once Jeff left, I was kind of expecting either Sheamus or Cesaro to also leave and fight him outside, and then we'd have like two fights going on, one inside, one outside, and then oh, that yeah. could break down. That would have been cool but, too. Yeah, that didn't. More tag cage matches. There's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of creative space there. Yeah, yeah. they said uh, this was the fourth tag team title match in there was a lot of stipulations in pay per view history. In and, a cage? And, yeah, in a cage. Huh. And the Hardys have been in now three of them. <laughs> so one one was Edge and Christian, and one was the Dudleys. Hmm. Huh. Ooh, Dudleys. Back in that era. That sounds like a bloody match. Yeah. yeah. In that era, yeah. The next w- match was the Cruiserweight Championship match. Yep. Uh, Neville defending still against Austin Aries. King. King Neville, Neville, pardon me. King, the king of the Cruiserweights yeah. uh, <laughs> defending against <laughs> Austin Aries again. <laughs> In my least favorite extreme rules match, because it's the least, it's, it's, yeah, it, 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 it makes it, it's a submission match, which makes it less extreme than a normal match. That, that's yeah. true. And also, did you notice, why did the referee was doing the 10 count anytime they were outside the ring? Yeah, a submission yeah. match you can only mm-hmm. win with a submission. Which was, surprisingly, not the least stupid part of the officiating in this match. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the match was fine. Yeah. Like, no, I liked it a lot. Match was, it was I actually, good. I actually don't mind submission matches. They're 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 a lot more, like you said, I guess, like technical. Yeah. Like they're a lot more yeah. sort of like they're grindier. Yeah. Because yeah. um, this this was like a seventeen minute match or something. Um, but uh, it's not. This is not a match for the extreme rules card. No. no. Right. Like submission matches, it does make it less extreme than a regular, <laughs> like a regulation match because you. You, you're just trying to get them to submit, which involves sitting still for several seconds. Yeah. It, so, it, in many ways, this card was a really entertaining episode of Raw. Mm, yeah. So, which mm. is kind of what I was thinking. I think I agree with Adam that it was like, like yes, and then saved by the main event. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like it was just like the main event was so good. <laughs> so, and even the build up to the main, like the build up for the main event was awesome. But I yeah. mean, like this this build up was just like again, Austin Aries. 
just always kind of coming up short. Also, the TJAP thing, which we talked about, was still yeah, active. Yeah. This is like an ongoing thread. Yeah, there was a match on Raw leading up to this, which was uh, Neville and TJP versus Austin Aries and Jack Gallagher. Yeah. Which was fun. Yeah. Because I just, I like, I like Jack Gallagher. So oh, yeah. Cruiserweights Those that don't get great. any weird, right? It's just, it's just been Neville and uh, Austin Aries right now. And like, there's that whole roster is like so good. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I mean, we've talked, we've done this to death. But yeah. It's just like, there should well, be more. Apparently, the matches on 205 Live are good, even yeah. if the stories aren't. The matches are really good. I, I did like in, in the build up to this match that they, because they don't always do this when the submission matches come around, is mm-hmm. that they Neville uh, didn't really have a legitimate submission finisher, and early on they kind of they started building the rings of Saturn as. Well, I mean, like I know, didn't he make Austin Aries tap out he's, at some point? He's had that? the rings of Saturn before, For a while. yeah, but it but was they, never his like big finisher. Right, they yeah. re- like they really strengthened it over yeah, the last yeah, yeah. like month, yeah. which was nice. And Austin Aries always had like the last chancery. Um, yeah. The only thing I really that stuck out for me with this match was when Austin Aries made Neville tap out outside. And now we're at the dumbest part of the yeah. officiating of this match. Yeah. Because uh, he was counting out, right? He was counting them out. The ref was counting them out. Yeah. Yeah. And not only was he counting them out, so the submission match could end on a count out. Right. Apparently. Um, but actually giving up, you have to give up in the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, have I just missed that? I've never heard of that. In a submission match? Yeah, that, that being Again, a point. Again, I mean, we checked You have to give up in the ring? You can't give up yeah, anywhere else? you can't else? give up outside. Like, if you just tap out, it doesn't matter. Well, because rope breaks are still a thing in a submission match, right? Yeah. So I would sure. assume that being outside the ring, you can't since you can't pin somebody or submit them on the outside. Right. I just, like, that. I would have assumed, like, I kind of assumed that <laughs> a submission match... fucking book. There's not going to be anything in there. Doesn't a submission <laughs> match somewhat imply no DQ? Because the whole thing is it has to end by submission. Yeah. See, there's there's the problem. So... It's like, can you use a weapon in a, no, in a submission-only match? Like, like nothing about that part really made sense. But the work was really good. Yeah, like, dude, I definitely awesome. entered... Those two were great. The finishing move was awesome. Yeah. I I popped for the red arrow into, into the, the rings. rings. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, that was good. Yeah, it was great. Really fun to watch. All it says is... No pinfalls, no countouts. It does say no countouts. Okay, well, uh, look, the, WWE, if you're going to write a book. <laughs> the match ends when a superstar makes their opponent tap out or verbally submit. But it doesn't mention anything about the ring, because this book is All right, terrible. Kurt Angle, Mr. Integrity, there's a rule book. He's holding it. What's going on? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Boy, did you find... One of the in-character... <laughs> So there's like there's like scribbles on post-it notes and bits of paper on the back. So like one of the, like really really as an A-list Hollywood celebrity, I'm used to having my private life exposed to the public against my wishes. But this crosses the line. Sign the Miz, right? <laughs> it's on a pink post-it note. It's not a bad rule book. It's not a good rule book. Oh my it's, god! It's just it's the, the, the rule book. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> No! You suckered me so hard with that because I didn't know, I didn't, after the first the, sentence, I didn't know where you were going. The pink post-it note is what sells that. Oh, uh, I, I feel sick to my stomach. Look, signed RR. RR. Ricardo Rodriguez? Randy Rorton. <laughs> Randall Reith Rorton. Randall Reith Rorton. Oh, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. 
So right. yeah, Neville hits a red arrow and uh, falls up with the rings of Saturn and yeah. retains his title. And it like, was a smooth combo. Austin Aries looks really dejected after he lost. Um, I don't know where they went after this as far as the Cruiserweight title goes, but I'm hoping... I don't know. I don't see them... Are they going to do like a fourth? Because they've already had three matches, right? WrestleMania, Payback. And didn't they have one before Mania? Yeah, and they had one before Mania, too. At... Uh, um, what was the pay-per-view before Mania? Fastlane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Fastlane. They've already had four matches, four yeah. pay-per-view matches. Isn't, uh, I, and I'll admit I haven't watched it since, I haven't really been following the Cruiserweights since that pay-per-view, but isn't it TJP's turn now? Isn't the story that Ares was, like, kind of teaming up with him, protecting him, yeah. with the promise of a title shot? But I think that's just, that'll keep going or for Neville. a while. Or Neville, sorry. Yeah, and yeah. then, uh, so now TJP's, like, sick of it and wants his shot. And I don't know. Coming I don't at the king, something like that. That'd be a logical place to go. So. I mean, you so. come at the king, you best not miss. Best not miss. Yeah. <laughs> so, Neville's great. All hail the king. All right. Fatal five way. Fatal five, Fatal way. five way. Your main event of the night, a fatal five way. <laughs> uh, the winner will face Brock Lesnar for the WWE Universal title. As a reminder, Brock Lesnar is still the <laughs> WWE champion. Did we even see him? He didn't show up at all. Not, the build up. not until not after to this, this event. Yeah. Not until afterwards. Uh, the competitors are Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, and Roman Reigns. Yep. And uh, they will have a match at WWE Great Balls of Fire, <laughs> for which there is a match graphic that pops up during this pay per view that looks like a dick and balls. <laughs> They've since altered it to look less like a dick and balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make the name any better. No. no. I no. want to know, like, I know we, like, the wrestling community as a whole lost their shit. Yeah. yeah like, this is a joke, right? Yeah, and we were like, no, it's not a joke. I want to know what the thought process was. That's what I'm more interested in. I know the name's dumb, yeah. but I want to know how it got greenlit. Like, what is the what is the chain of command and where... Like, what happens yeah, to cool. go from, we don't have a name, to Great Balls of Fire? I also want to know how the, the dick and balls got through, so yeah. to speak. Because you've had, I don't, you know, no, no spoilers yet, you've had the, the people involved in the match at Great Balls of Fire cutting promos, like we said, cutting promos yeah. and saying, at Great Balls of Fire, this is going to happen. And it's like, <laughs> you're, you're this- selling this so hard. And it's, I'm almost believing you, but the, the, I can't get past the actual words you're saying. Right. Yeah. I, the, the one that really got me, and you reminded me of it because you sounded a little bit like it, was uh, Braun Strowman trying to say the name of this pay-per-view. <laughs> was <laughs> At the Great Balls of Fire. Uh, angle. Pay-per-view. <laughs> Foley, give me, give me a fight. <laughs> give me a competition. Right. <laughs> I'm assuming. I think that the plan. I mean, I'm assuming the plan originally was that Braun was going to be in this match and probably win it. But I think Braun hurt. was definitely supposed to be in this match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, Braun was out with a out with a minor injury, but an injury that forced him to not compete. He was out for like a month, I guess. Yeah, he was out for like six some, weeks. Some or number of weeks. Okay. He was He's supposed to be out for yeah. a long, a lot longer than he actually was. He yeah. came back early, according to what they're reporting. Who knows what yeah. the real story was? But I haven't actually seen the episode where he returns. But I believe he, oh. re- he comes out of an ambulance. Yes, yeah. he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's glorious. It's his signature set piece now. Yeah. Yeah. He's, 
At what point does Brown become the ambulance? <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't wait. I'm waiting for the time, yeah, when it's just like Roman gets loaded into an ambulance and it's actually just Braun dressed as an ambulance. Yeah. And he just like gets up and he's like, Roman's inside. So, well, well, they have an ambulance. I assume, I assume that this was meant to be a six pack challenge then. Yeah. Because at the beginning of this match, it looked like I get it, but it looked so stupid. Like there's the five of them in the ring, the bell rings, Samoa Joe and Seth Rollins start. Start fighting as you expect because before sorry, before we get to the start of the match though, oh, yeah. on the build up, love the build up because it made everyone look like a threat. They mm-hmm. didn't really talk down anyone. They're like, yeah, yeah, he could be Brock Lesnar. Yeah, even like, and there was a great fucking promo by Paul Heyman. Oh yeah, talking about how sick Finn Balor was. Yeah, and I was like, Finn is winning this match. Like he has to. I would love to see. I wanted to see Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah. yeah. And Heyman got in the ring was just like, I know that you're not scared of Brock, and Brock knows you're not scared of him. Yeah. And it's like, that's not something they've really said before, yeah. like on TV. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, so Finn's winning this match. Sweet. I don't know. I just, the build-up, that part was my favorite. But I mean, like, Paul Heyman could sell a broomstick to, like, you know, anyone, right? <laughs> like, it just yeah. doesn't matter. It's just right. like, Paul Heyman can sell anything. Apparently, there's a promo that he does on Great Balls of Fire that makes it legitimate. I haven't watched it yet. I need to watch that. Yeah, because yeah, like, I'm missing yeah. that in my he life. He makes it sound. If serious. someone could, it would be Paul Hammond. Yeah, yeah. yeah, God bless the man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it was mostly multi-man matches with these competitors yeah. going into it, but right. sort of, sort of people who were already kind of having feuds. So, the, so the bell rings. Samoa Joe and Seth Rollins start start fighting. Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt start fighting. And then Roman Reigns just stands there in the <laughs> ring like a big dumb idiot, just watching the other folks fight, just right. like. What a piece of shit. And Corey Graves. I guess I'll just stand here. (laughs) Corey Graves, bless his heart, I love Corey Graves, is just putting over Roman huge for this. Yeah. What a smart move. So smart. Let them them fight. Let them expend energy. Let them wear themselves out. This is is why Corey Graves is a fucking genius. Yeah, Corey's a genius. Because he can take anything that happens in the ring and be like, now here's the strategy for why. Right. Right? Him Him and William Regal. Yeah, right? yeah. Or like, like, explain to me the kayfabe reason for X, and he'll be like, okay, here's what's up. You know, and you're like, uh, oh, you're like, sure. oh, yeah, yeah. okay, cool. And then 10 minutes later, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in this case, it's like, okay, sure, 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 I buy that. So I don't know if this was, like, an intentionally, like, to make it obvious that, like, yeah, Braun was supposed to be in this match. Yeah, he, yeah. he should be fighting Braun right now. But it made, made Roman, like, a little stupid for a couple minutes. But... <laughs> just kind of standing there. Anyway. I thought it made him look like just a smug asshole. I was just like, it, yes, it worked yes. well into his character. He was just like, well, right, if the character that fight, they're trying to sell is smug asshole. I think they are. Well, but, I mean, like, parts yeah. of it they are. Yeah. Yeah. You could argue either way, but... So, how, how, how'd this all go? God, I can't remember. Roman gets put out of this match for a very long time, and I can't remember how it happens. Does he get put through one of the announce tables? Yeah, so yeah. Um, this was a pretty long match, right? This it was like was 30 minutes. North this of a half hour, yeah. I mean, the, uh, it was the main, just under half hour. Oh, was it? Okay. The yeah. main storyline thread was Samoa Joe and Bray Wyatt team up. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Joe and Wyatt have this sort of uneasy alliance. Yeah. And uh, they're working they're over the bad guys. Right, they're the bad guys. Uh, they they work over Finn for a while. Uh, this is after Roman gets taken out. Yeah, Roman gets taken like out. everyone. Like as you'd expect in these kind of matches, like everyone kind of takes a powder and is just hanging out on the outside for you know five ten minutes while yeah. everyone. Then there's the big you know comeback. So they like hit everybody with the steps at one point. Yeah, like Seth and Roman get laid out, and Joe and Bray are working over Finn. Doing the, they do the kind of the dueling uh, back sentons onto the chair. Yeah. 
Um, They're doing this thing too where like they go to pin the person when the other guy's back is turned. Right, right. Yeah, it's pretty great. Like, hey, I thought we were doing a thing. <laughs> oh, I was just, I was, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah. It was there. I figured. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what else. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wyatt gives Reigns uh, Uranagi on the commentary table. That's what it was. And yeah. The yeah. Crowd chance for one more. Anytime anyone touched Roman, the yeah, crowd popped for it. it yeah. was, you know, like, yes! Yes, get him. I'm so. surprised we didn't hear a Roman sleeping chant. Mm. <laughs> that was the one of the best chants of all time. I think that was a Royal Rumble yeah. last year. The, the Uneasy Alliance, I think, breaks when um, Wyatt shoves uh, Joe into a suicide dive from Rollins. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And then... Um, then Rollins and Wyatt are fighting back, and Rollins springboards into a sister Abigail. Yeah, so it gives, yeah, it was a good spot. Gives, yeah. gives Wyatt the old flying nothing into yeah. a sister <laughs> Abigail. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but and then Joe breaks up the pin. So now they're all, now now they're pissed off at one another. Wyatt yeah. and Joe. Right. Joe does great. Joe's Pretty, awesome. Yeah, dude. I really good facial expression, just like yelling at Bray. I remember he's like, "What was that?" You yeah. know about the suicide dive and yeah, yeah. just angry Joe. God, he's the best. So what? Yeah. Inter- what? What interested me because you were talking about how you know they in the lead up they made everyone you know like look strong. Yeah. Uh, I think it was two weeks prior they had a uh, tag team match with uh, Joe and Wyatt versus. Reigns and Rollins, yeah. I mm-hmm. want to say. Yeah. Um, and uh, Joe and Wyatt won with Joe getting the pin. Mm-hmm. And so then the next week, um, Reigns and Rollins had a had a solo match. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, because then it, then it went to backstage and Finn Balor was like, hey, I want to fight literally any one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And Angle was like, okay, you'll fight two of them. And, <laughs> right. and Finn was like, okay, right, sweet. Yeah. Sure. So then the next week on Raw, it was a... Uh, it was a triple threat between Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, and Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe won. Mm-hmm. Right, so Joe got the pin in the tag team match. Joe won this triple threat, and it's like, man, they're making Joe look, you know, look really, really strong. And as we've said a bunch of times before, traditionally that means that that person is not going to win the right. big one. Yeah, right, because that's their. That's sort of how it goes. That's it's how like it's always been. make this yeah. person look really strong. So then you subvert it by having some, you know, so it's unexpected, right? So you like, you were you were thinking Finn Balor would get it. I, I was pretty high on Finn Balor winning it. I was like all in Finn Balor. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm betting Finn. But as it as it turns out, yeah. I think that what they were doing is trying to make Samoa Joe look effing legitimate. Yeah. Because Joe wins, wins this match. Yeah, yep. it was awesome. Joe has uh, very little problem looking legitimate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. Joe's dude's terrifying. obviously a badass. Joe's gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah. So you have a chant with your name is gonna kill you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I was at a, a live event uh, in Seattle last year. And it was actually an NXT show uh, when Joe was in NXT. Yeah. And he, wa- he wasn't medically cleared to compete. But he came down and cut a promo and watched the main event, and the whole crowd was chanting, Joe is going to watch you. <laughs> and it was ter- even that was terrifying. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah he was at, uh, he was at uh, TakeOver San Antonio. That's where he got Graham. I was leaning up from his head. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. That's a really <laughs> obvious blue shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that, yeah. I'm helping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they never cut to that angle again. I had yeah. sad. <laughs> the, uh, so, yeah, the, the, the very, very end of this match is everyone sort of like trading finishers back and forth. Um, Roman goes for a spear, 
But this was sweet. Roman goes for a spear, but Finn Balor counters it in, into the sling blade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, rather than getting taken out, he, like, swings around Roman's neck, which was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Goes for the coup de grace, hits the coup de grace, but then Joe runs in and applies the coquina clutch to Balor. Yeah. Doesn't tap, though. Doesn't tap. The yeah. referee calls the match. Yeah. Sorry. He's unconscious. Out. Correct. Sorry. Good point. Yeah. Balor doesn't have a choice but to... Right. Pass out. Yeah. Which is a little I love that. nugget they've used in storylines before. That's something that he's can, too know, hard. He, right. He, he refuses to tap, but he's he can't. He's physically unable to continue. Yeah. So and the referee calls him that. Tougher. Dude, Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. Gimme fucking gimme. Yeah. yeah. I, think it, I think it was a legitimate surprise to see Joe uh, win that match, but yeah. not like not like a Jinder Mahal surprise, like, <laughs> like a, you know, like a, what? Yes. It was that, like, oh, sweet. Was that going to be the term going forward? Was it a Samoa Joe surprise or a Jinder <laughs> Mahal surprise? Because... I don't know about General Hall a surprise. surprise or like a... A bu 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 Oh, man. That pay-per-view was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Main event was fantastic. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. Really, really good. Like, everyone got in legit offense. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea who was going to win until it happened. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Next, let's just let's just move right along. Yeah. Money in the Bank, using the same music they've been using forever. Money, 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 money. 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 Oh, yeah. Money. <laughs> the, um... Uh, the 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 money in the bank ladder match, uh, I believe, I can't remember if it's if it was kayfabe created by Chris Jericho or if it was actually created. Actually, by, I think it's actually created actually by Chris Jericho. Yeah, by Chris Jericho. Uh, and so it's a ladder match. It's a multi-man ladder match, usually five or six. Um, where we we did an episode about money in the bank last year, but as a reminder, there is a uh, briefcase suspended above the ring. With, uh, in which is a contract that the uh, the briefcase holder may cash in at any time for a title shot on the on the championship in question, and uh, generally that is when the champion is uh, you know has just had a match or is otherwise beaten down or something, yeah. so that they get to basically like steal it. So it's you know usually ninety nine percent of the time <laughs> yeah. it's a guaranteed win. Yeah. I think it's except for one fellow. <laughs> was it just Damian Sandow? Just Damian Sandow. Well, I didn't Cena not do it once. I can't remember. Uh, it was it was Cena uh, RVD. No, but RVD was the one who cashed in. Yeah. No, I'm saying didn't RVD he he won. He won the contract and then said he was doing it at the one second night one stand. night stand. Yeah, and then he won. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought then I thought you were talking about for, he got busted having a bunch of weed. And yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about uh, the surprise cash-ins. Oh, yeah. Not the win. Yeah, the yeah. first. Yeah, yeah the first one was. Yeah, the first one. RVD was like, I'm going to cash in at this time. But yeah, since then it's been more like a surprise thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, and you win the match like any ladder match. You win the match by putting up a ladder in the middle of the ring and climbing up and grabbing the briefcase. Right. So, um, and uh, this card also features the first ever. Women's Money in the Bank ladder match, which we were all very excited Yay. about. Yay! All right. And it was a huge step forward for equality. We'll talk about it. It's, Coming up. It's a heck of a thing. So, live from the Scott Trade Center in St. <laughs> Louis, Missouri, and brought to you by Gold Bond Ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! I don't know how humid it is at the Scott Trade Center, but maybe you got to throw Thanks. on some Gold Bond. Thanks, Gold they, Bond. They were playing like commercials with Shaq. During the pay-per-view? Did they? I don't think I saw these. Oh. Uh, Awkward. Yeah, it was weird. Anyway, uh, it is Money in the Bank 
2017. Surprised they show commercials with Shaq. I guess they're tied to Goldbomb, but after he bailed on WrestleMania. Bailed on Mania, yeah. yeah. WWE is not the type of company that will give free publicity to people who burn them or feel like they got burned by. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. thought of that. Oh, well. Anyway, um, on the pre-show, uh, the reunited hype bros. Yeah, which kind of makes me sad. Hype yeah. bros. Bros defeated. Makes me sad because Mojo Rawley is saddled with Zack Ryder. It makes me sad because Zack Ryder is saddled with Mojo Rawley. <laughs> Mojo's the truth. Oh my goodness. Uh, the, uh, the, the internet champion, Zack Ryder. Yeah, the internet champion, Zack Ryder. Teaming and, up with uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner. Friend of the Gronk. Friend of the Gronk. And former Green Bay Packer. I want to throw that in there. Because I'm a big Green Bay Packers fan. Was, uh, was he actually on the he team? He actually was. Huh. Uh, Mojo Rawley. Like main team? Like main, he wasn't a For practice like squad guy? For like two weeks. Oh, okay. Practice squad guy or something. But oh, okay. legit. Oh, yeah. cool. Anyway, I guess they, I shouldn't underplay being on the practice squad. Because that's still amazing. Because like, yeah, like, anyone could do that. <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to make anyone <laughs> mad. Yeah. No, I'd never... You could give me a thousand years, and I probably would never make a right. practice squad. Apologies to all the professional athletes yeah, out there. Sorry. We respect what you do. To all the professional athletes that watch this show. Yeah. Uh, and yes, defeating the uh, the the Colons now the oh yeah the formerly, Colons formerly the, the Colons yeah Colons. I actually didn't know that uh, Epico was a Cologne. Oh yeah, aren't they? That he's actually in that family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I didn't actually know that because uh. um, uh, the Colognes used to be uh, Primo and Carlito mm-hmm. years ago. Right. Because Carlito was was a wrestler. Carlito was the Apple guy, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not cool. I missed all that. He he determined whether or not people were cool, and he was always <laughs> eating apples, and he would spit he would spit apple chunks in your face if he determined that you were not cool. Oh. Was it good? I spit was in the good? face he of was people good. who yeah. don't want to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then the music would hit. Uh. Yeah. He recently Wait, showed he, up. Was he like popular? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was over. Uh Carlito recently showed up in Glow. Yeah, he's in Glow on Netflix. The, the oh Netflix, really? The yeah, I watched the first three episodes. Yeah. Or four episodes. He's in Glow. And um really John, John, is it John Morrison? John Morrison's John Morrison's in, yeah, yeah. in John there. John Morrison's in there. John Morrison can't yeah, uh, Brodus for... Clay is in it as well. Yeah, I saw Brodus Clay. And apparently Chavo was like their um like wrestling uh like like would help them with like the moves, but also just like wrestling consultant. Yeah. Where someone yeah. would be like, Oh, let's do this move, and he'd be like, No, because that move was not used in professional wrestling until nineteen ninety four. Like he'd be like, yeah, you know, in with like the history. Yeah, so that's that's, awesome. that's cool. I need to finish watching that show, but it's, I'm really excited to, yeah. to watch it. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, um, so I knew that uh, Primo was because it used to be Primo and Car- Primo and Carlito the Colognes. Right. And then Carlito left, and then Primo was doing other stuff, and then there were the uh, Los Matadores, and then they were the right the Shining Stars. But uh, now they're the Colognes again because they're actually Those they're various Shining Stars trying to steal. <laughs> They're cousins. Sell their timeshares. Yeah, their cousins. They ran out of timeshares. So, they're yeah. back to being the clones. Now they have. Now they have no character again. Right. <laughs> yeah. So upgrade. Would you say it's an upgrade though? Like over the shining star? That's an upgrade. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. say so. Yeah. yeah. So the um, uh, in the lead up to to this, uh, sorry, on an oh, episode sorry. of SmackDown, there was a number one contenders match. Yeah. For the uh, for Naomi's women's title. Mm-hmm. With Charlotte, Tamina, Becky Lynch, uh, Nat- Natalia, and Carmella. Yeah. And uh, it didn't go well. 
Oh, I did watch this. Like if yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it uh, it turned into a whole thing. A brouhaha. Right. A kerfuffle. It fell apart. Basically, Shane came out and got in in the ring, and everyone was like littered outside the ring. Have it just turn into like a giant mess? And he was like, "Okay, okay, okay. Look, everyone, just we okay. <laughs> Stop fighting. Stop. We need we okay. need to we need to sort this out. Here's an idea." Uh, how about we, we, for the first time ever, you know, how about we hashtag make history with um, the first ever women's Money in the Bank ladder match at Money in the Bank with Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Carmella, Tamina, and Natalia. And the, whoever wins the contract, whoever wins the match will then have a contract to challenge Naomi or whoever the champion ends up being when they cash it in for the SmackDown women's title. And we all fist pumped. Yeah. So that was the, the opening match on the, on the main card. Yeah. So they play this video package yep. that it's this the video package is worth mentioning because it makes the finish to this match worse. Because <laughs> the video package is talk is it's all the women in the match talking about how amazing it is and how historic it is yeah. and you know hashtag divas revolution and then the women's revolution and how they're you know they're not divas anymore and Ooh. how you know that they've constantly been doing stuff like adding, you know, like like um uh, you know, uh, cage matches and then Iron Man matches and Hell in a Cell matches and tables matches and they've been, you know, being like, look, women can do these things too and then now that's the Money in the Bank match yeah. and, uh, you know, it's going to be this this amazing thing for the women's wrestlers. Yep. So amazing. So amazing. So the 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 match is honestly, like, is honestly fine. It's good. Right? It's, I, a, it's, a, multi-per- it's, a, it's a multi-person ladder match. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's a little rough in places. Yeah. Just, yeah, I mean, some of the ladder work... Uh, was a little sketchy yeah. in, in places, but not in Dave, a way that I really cared but about. I, had less like, experience. I can't even, like, I have a yeah. hard time criticizing it because A, matches like that seem like a nightmare to fucking put together. Yeah. And B, they're super dangerous. Right. So it's like, just like. I was really entertained by this yeah, match. I love oh, yeah, um, watching it. Definitely. The match yeah, is I'm, great. All until five we of get them. to the fucking ending. Yeah, yeah the ending was, was, we'll talk about that, but. Before, I mean, let's talk about it right now. Let's get there. Yeah, let's, sure. just, let's, just, let's, let's just get there. Let's just jump right to it. all anybody wants to hear right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Carmella's climbing the ladder. Yeah. Becky Lynch cuts her off and power bombs her off the ladder on uh, down to the ring. Then Becky Lynch starts climbing the ladder. Everyone's really hyped for Becky Lynch to win it. Yep. James Ellsworth, Carmella's sniveling toady, who's mm-hmm. dressed... What did you say he dresses like? Oh, like uh, the kind of guy that watches UFC at a strip club. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it goes to fight night. He's, yeah. he's wearing, like, all gold. And, right. Anyway, so he, he, he runs into the ring, and he pushes the ladder over, knocking Becky Lynch off into the ropes. Yeah. So interference from uh, James Ellsworth. I, I don't. At, I don't. Legal. I don't mind that at all. At that point, it was good. I don't mind this at all because also like uh, Becky and Ellsworth have been kind of teasing a match, a, a fight between the two. Yeah. Then, on Twitter and just in, in leading up, so that little bit of interference made a lot of sense. Yeah, and I, I was on board with it. I totally get it. Yeah, I, I, I assumed that James Ellsworth would be somehow involved with helping Carmella in this match. He's not so. just down there for his good looks. Exactly. No, he's not. So then he uh, is trying to like. Um, get Carmella back on her feet to get her to climb the ladder. He's sort of like, you know, hey, you got to get up in like trying to help her stand up, and she's just completely out of it. Yeah. And so then, still good at this point. Yeah. And so then he, he's like, but wait. And then he looks up the ladder, and, and we the, all go, oh the, no, no. This is interesting because <laughs> the crowd is actually like the crowd actually pops huge for this. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, 
oh, this is going to be great. Um, now, it's, it's, there is some disagreement as to whether or not the crowd was legitimately into this or if they were into the, the potential of James Ellsworth being thrown off the ladder. Yeah. yeah. But he, uh, he uh, climbs up the ladder, and no one seems to be challenging him, and then James Ellsworth grabs the briefcase and throws it down to Carmella. And then the bell rings, and the referees are arguing, like, wait, but she didn't climb it, so how does that mean that she, like, she has it, but she didn't actually climb it, you climbed it, you weren't a competitor, and while the referees are arguing, he just grabs a mic and is like, your winner, Carmella! Right. And the music starts playing, and everyone's like, what? Wait, what? And so... Uh, So, uh... Are you fucking with us? (laughs) The, um... Ellsworth... Yeah. Yeah. Uh... There's a lot wrong here. Yeah. Yeah. Um... In some situations, I'd want to start with that goddamn rule book, because... Graham and I talked, and we said, this is the perfect finish... To the second women's right. money in the bank yeah. <laughs> ladder match. That's yeah. the thing is, I, I so okay, um, uh, Carmella and Ellsworth uh, cheating even in this specific way to win the match is like it's it's great for their character. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like from from the storyline, it is actually it's it's actually a phenomenal storyline move. Yeah, right. I I don't even mind from the story perspective, and it, yeah, it would have been a great finish for a future ladder match. The only reason that having a, a man win this match bothers us and a bunch of other people is because of how they were pushing this right. as like, it's the first ever all-women's money-in-the-bank ladder match right. and this history, 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 and there's all the all the package of the women themselves talking about how excited they are to show that they can do it too and the winner is a man. Right. And maybe the most galling thing about it was... The women's match was really good. They didn't, like, they certainly don't need Ellsworth or any no, man to help no, them. No. Like, they had a great match. The yeah. five of them put on a really good match. Yeah. I mean, and, it's just unfortunate that, like, I understand what they were trying to go for. Yeah. And getting heat on Carmella. Yeah. But, again, like uh, I we mean, said, like, it's just, like, the fact that Ellsworth is the one that physically pulled. Like, why not have Ellsworth push the ladder over and then just pick up Carmel or put her yeah, on his shoulders right, right. and then like and go then, up then the have, ladder like have, that. Have Carmella, At least have Carmella right. pull the fucking briefcase right. off the stupid ladder. Like, how? And, how and, does this happen? Like, there's good heel heat. Yeah. yeah. And there's like, look, you've got to look beyond the storyline and that you're really making a push for, you know, the women's revolution and equality yeah. and this is this is good. Like, fans are into this and they like it and just to crap all over it and, that way. And, and I want to... Like, I gotta intervene ahead of the comment of, like, well, it made you mad, so obviously it was successful. And it's like, no, 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 no. I said, in the storyline, perfect. Yeah. Right? right? Great. Right? Pull nuclear heat on Carmel and Ellsworth. That's awesome. Yeah. But, like Matt just said, you can't, like, we're, we're also looking at it from the meta perspective, and we can't ignore that they put all this buildup into talking about how is this amazing, you know, equalizing moment for the women's division for the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match, and they had a man win it. Maybe right? having Ellsworth win it is a basketball reference that we don't get yet. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> oh man, that's that's for that's months. Like, it's like my third favorite running gag. Months, people. We would the hard in the paint Usos thing. We were talking about playing oh. talking every about, fucking episode we put out. <laughs> talking about playing hard in the paint, and people were like, yeah, "Oh, no, it's, it's a, a it's a it's a basketball thing." Actually, yeah. we're like, "No, yeah, we get it. Please stop." <laughs> and now I still get people like. Even when we talked about the day one ish, yeah, day one, they're yeah. like, "Oh, it's a uh, it's a basketball thing. <laughs> it's a basketball. Thing. You pieces of shit! I swear to God." So, Ellsworth, uh, yeah, Ellsworth. We we're all. I mean, they kind of retconned it a little bit in right. the weeks following. Yeah. So in the fall, so Daniel Bryan made a made a whole thing on Twitter where he was like real mad about it, and he's yeah. like, "We're gonna we're gonna set this right on SmackDown," and and. People were like, well, he says that on Twitter, but then he'll be like, well, I guess that's just how it falls, you know, when he actually gets on SmackDown. But no, right. what actually happened is that, uh, you know, he, like, gave them a dressing down, stripped Carmella of the briefcase, because mm-hmm. apart from anything else, a, a non-competitor, it doesn't, like, regardless of everything else we just said, a, someone who wasn't in the match pulled the briefcase, pulled the briefcase down and handed down. it to a competitor, yeah. which is... We've never had that happen before, also. So we assume right. it's not allowed, or, yeah. or else just anyone could be like, oh, everyone's down, I'm just going to go up the ladder and grab this and give it to, you know. Yeah, you and, know. and like, it made a point of saying, look, there's been interference in Money in the Bank matches before, but yeah. we've never had a non-competitor pull the briefcase off. Yeah. yeah. So then they had a... <laughs> They had a rematch on SmackDown. They had a money in the they had a women's money in the bank ladder match with the same competitors mm-hmm. on SmackDown. And Carmella won. Yeah. This is like in, the same result. In the way she should have won yeah. the, the first, first time. Yeah. So in a way, this is kind of what was interesting to me is that like after the show, like all the heat that I saw was on the writers. Oh right? yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Carmella and Ellsworth, clearly they're just doing what they're, they're just doing what they're told. Doing what oh, they're yeah. told. Yeah. Like the, there was no none of the bad heat was on, you know, Ellsworth. Um, Ellsworth, you know, just kind of does his thing and Like I think and this 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 doesn't this doesn't excuse it by the way. I think that uh, someone probably thought that that would be a funny ending to the match. Uh, yeah. Without sort of realizing the, like I like I think one of the writers thought that that would be a good way to book the match without realizing how the like marketing department or whatever was selling the 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 weight of this yeah. match from a historical uh, uh, point or or maybe they just didn't care. So <laughs> that is also possible. that's yeah, yeah that seems <laughs> more likely. But. Yeah. So uh, great for the characters. I'm actually glad that I'm, I'm glad that Carmella has the briefcase to be honest. Um, yeah. And I'm, I I liked the uh, reacting to the the uh, like I liked the reacting to the outcry and stripping her of the belt and then having a rematch and and getting the belt back on her. I liked all that too. Yeah, you'll ne- you'll never have a first women's money in the bank ladder match again. Yeah. So you know next time for the first I don't know I guess what uh, chamber first first women's elimination chamber don't f it up. Right. <laughs> Don't have don't have Goldberg come in and start spearing everybody, <laughs> and he wins the match. Like, no, wait a minute. Sixty-five-year-old <laughs> Goldberg yeah. comes to the ring. Yeah. Maybe I get behind that. Throws his back out. Right. Um, Throwing that kick. Yeah. Yeah. My sciatica. <laughs> so yeah, great match. Weird ending. Yeah. Good ending from character perspective, bad ending from life. Historical yeah. perspective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Historical perspective. But there you go. Wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. SmackDown Tag Team Championship match is yes. next. The Usos, who uh, were successful in their in their defense against um, the fashion police, 
versus The New Day. It's great to see The New Day back now. Yep. The, the New back Day, the the new day, day. Are back to their shenanigans on Healed uh, up. Uh, SmackDown now. Yep, Kofi's back from his uh, surgery. Yeah. I remember that uh, Big E had a slight tricky catch. He was trying to catch one of the Usos in mid-jump yeah. and like didn't quite... Mm -hmm. Didn't quite work didn't out quite like land it. Um, but that's that seems like very very hard to do yeah. to stop another <laughs> right. entire person from from moving. Yeah, um, they had uh, these these uh, gentlemen had a tough uh, position to follow that match, but the crowd was still super into it. So yeah, shout outs to everyone involved at least because the yeah. crowd didn't just like you know tune out or sign off for the rest of the show. Right. I like that like, Kofi still uses the SOS. Yeah, he's it a weird match. move. It is. It it's, is weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. Doesn't do the boom drop anymore, which is fair. That was his old finisher. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the boom drop when he was super Jamaican. Yeah. yeah. No, two thousand nine was my best year. Take me back. <laughs> yeah, the Still SOS, one of the best segments. SOS was one of the moves where, like, the first time he, I saw him hit it, I needed to rewind it and watch it. Like, yeah. two, like I wasn't quite sure what I had just seen. Yeah. The Canadian Destroyer is a lot like that too. Yeah. It's just like, what did I just see? <laughs> what just happened? Hang on. His head did I just went. Watch a man die. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, what was the finish? What was the finish, Graham? Uh, oh, wasn't it? This is the one where uh, the Usos just said enough of this. And oh, yeah, they left. Left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just got, they lost, they won. Right. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Biggie yeah. put Jay on his shoulder. Kofi jumped off the top and hit with a DDT. But then, yeah, Jimmy pulled Jay out of the pinfall attempt, and, and then they, they just left. They just walked away. Yeah. yeah. And the referee called saving, for the count out. Saving this for a different event, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. That's it. I don't know. So, I just I would rather have the Usos keep the belts for a very long time because I love the Usos as a heel team. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, I love their look. and Their I love, look, their music is it, great. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm I love that, like, you, when you feel paranoia creeping up on the back of your neck promo, they always cut. It's like, it's not it's not your fear. It's the Usos, bruh, and we're coming for you. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck them up, Usos. <laughs> like, I'm just all on board. Yeah, it was great. The, oh, by the way, uh, because they aren't on this card, the uh, uh, there was a Fashion Files. They've been, like, switching up. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Didn't they fight the Ascension quickly in this pay-per-view? I'm pretty sure, because that's why I was holding off on saying it. Oh, there's a bit later in the night, isn't yeah. there? Yes, you're right. Yeah. Okay. They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to wait. We'll come back to it. Yeah. Next up is the SmackDown Women's Championship match with Naomi defending against... Lana? The ravishing Russian. Question mark? Lana. <laughs> you know what I didn't like about this? What? How Lana was like, I want a title shot. And Shane McMahon was just like, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was the story. Yeah. Yep. Well, she actually, she she wanted to be in the Money in the Bank. Yeah. And they're like, You're no. Lana? No. It's like, have you wrestled before? Because in kayfabe, Lana's been wrestling with NXT and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But she was in, in the, WWE. Uh, oh, she was in the WrestleMania match. Yeah. And he's like, how many matches, like, they're like, how many matches have you had? Like, one? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. I was like, no. Can I have a title shot? Yeah. So like, and no. I was like, no. It was like, I want to be Money in the Bank. She's right. like, no. And she's like, okay, then I want a title shot. And they're like, yep. <laughs> it's like, how does that even make so sense? Sounds good. The other. Thank the, you for asking so politely. The other, the, the other women on the roster were equally bemused. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, Naomi, right. Naomi versus Lana? It was all right. I don't know. Yeah. There's not much to say. I'm surprised they put Lana on a pay-per-view title match so soon. Yeah. For yeah. a first match. Like, it, she did fine. She's it was fine. a match. She's not a bad wrestler. Yeah. 
She'll get better as time goes on, but I feel like this was maybe a little bit. I mean, it's sink, a lot of times in wrestling, it's sink or swim. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just like, all right, go out there, and you you fuck it up, then your career might be over. So it's just like, there's a lot of pressure, right? It was, it was passable. Yeah, like, it was fine. fine. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, uh, Lana lost. Lana hits a, a sit-down spine buster yeah. on Naomi, and yeah. then starts pinning her. Naomi kicks out. Carmella's music hits. Right. Carmella skips down the ramp, goes to hand the briefcase to the timekeeper, and then is like, mm, psych, psych, psych. and decides not to. <laughs> and, uh, and honestly, because I haven't actually seen SmackDowns since Money in the Bank, I hope that she keeps doing that. I hope that Carmella just continually shows up and just teases that she she's going to cash it in just to piss people off, mm -hmm. like not not like not just the audience in like in the, in the great heel way, mm -hmm. but the competitors just to be like, hey, what's up? I'm here, I'm just messing with your mind. I think I'm just going to cash this. Actually, maybe I'm right, right. Yeah. like that's great. That's that's such a such a great move. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, then um, Naomi gets yeah Lana into a submission. I don't know the name of the submission. I don't and think it has out. a name. Does it have a name? I don't know. It probably does. Someone's going to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> what does Wikipedia Check say? the comments. Look the up. name will be there. I could look it up. Let me see. It's going to be something glow related. What Head, is it? Head scissors crucifix choke. Is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. She's actually been using that since 2014. Oh, really? It's called, it's got three different names. Slay Omission. Okay. Uh, Catchy. The FTG. For Feel the glow. Feel the glow. Feel the glow. Yeah. Or a bad place. Yikes. I think it, it's got to be FTG. Yeah, and then the rear view, split leg moonsault, single Boston crab. These are her finish, various finishers through the years. Modified falling inverted DDT and headstand modified head scissors driver. FTG's a fine name for that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, rear view was a finisher from 2013 to 2016, uses a signature move thereafter. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> she has a move called the Bootylicious, which is described as an inverted head scissors stink face. To an oncoming opponent with theatrics. With theatrics. <laughs> Love it. With theatrics is my uh, best, my favorite modifier of a yeah of a of a move. With theatrics. With elbow drops. With theatrics. That's the the rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> or the no the people's, people's elbow. elbow. Yeah. Sorry. elbow. The, that was I meant the rocks move and I got confused yeah. anyway. So uh, right so then a Miami Vice. Yeah. <laughs> These are great. Version of the Fashion Files plays. It's Fashion so Vice good. with uh, Brizongo, and they uh, play a VHS of two mysterious figures revealing that they, they were the ones who attacked them on SmackDown because Brizongo were attacked on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, you remember me harping on um, the House of Horrors match and how they filmed it, right? Yeah. So one of these weeks they did one that was like film noir, right? It was mm -hmm. like Fashion Files, the men who knew too little. <laughs> no. yeah. And it was, it was, it was all in black and white, and the costumes were good, and the lighting was great. Like it was very, very noir lighting, yeah. and it was still, it was still shot like a backstage sports segment. <laughs> so <laughs> galling, but they did do a great fake out where uh, um, Fandango walked into the room, and it panned across like their destroyed office, and then over to the other side of the room, and there was a silhouette of a of a woman, yeah. uh, and then it panned back to uh, Brizongo or f to Fandango, and then. Tyler Breeze in a dress and wig walked in, <laughs> and it had clearly not been his silhouette. Yeah, right. That was pretty great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then they, uh, the mysterious figures want to meet uh, Brizongo tonight. So a random, We're gonna unannounced fight. tag team match between Fandango and Question Mark. Yeah, 
or Breezango, Breezango question mark? Question mark. That's Who's a, the that's question a, mark? That's I'm a, dying to it's know. It's a weird thing to just throw into a pay-per-view, Matt. <laughs> hey, man, what's, pay-per-view weird, card. what's weirder, this or the time when Rusev and Jinder got beat up randomly? That was weird, actually. That was probably weirder, yeah. yeah. And then, because you, you mentioned this earlier, the next thing that happens is uh, the, the debut of Maria and Mike Kanellis. Yeah. Yes. So, Maria Kanellis, formerly known as Maria, was a WWE diva yeah. who actually uh, has not been with the company since 2010. Jeez. Seven years. Really? Yeah. She was. Uh, she started as a backstage reporter, um, did a bunch of in-ring stuff, was actually not, not terrible in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, her character was like complete airhead bubbly idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, did a, a spread for Playboy uh, back when they... It was basically once a year some WWE diva would pose for a Playboy mm-hmm. before they were uh, uh, PG. Hashtag divas. Yeah. And then um, WWE fired her because it was it was assumed at the time that um, they were worried about... Basically, they'd used her up. They were like, okay, you know, you, we've had you for so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we've got the Playboy shoot and, you know, now you're just going to... You know, sooner or later, you, like everyone else who's gone through this process, is going to leave and try to uh, turn your, you know, turn this into some sort of modeling career. And, uh, you know, we... Or acting know, career. Yeah, and just, we, don't, we don't care to have you continue to use us as, a, as, a, as free publicity, basically. Okay. Uh, turns out, Maria never left wrestling. Yeah. Wow. She, she went to ROH. Yeah. And mm-hmm. TNA and a bunch of indies and yeah, she's been involved in wrestling as as a competitor and a valet mm-hmm. and manager this whole time. Yeah, you know, and uh, doing doing great work. Yeah, just I, I recall I, I remembered this from the at the time that people were like, yeah, the backstage word is this is why they fired her, mm-hmm. and uh, and then it was then like two months later it was like, hey, Marie's an ROH, and it's like what. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she actually likes wrestling. Yeah. So anyway, so she's back here with Maria and Mike Mike Bennett under the stage name Mike Canellis. Hmm. Uh, are they married in real life? They're yes. married in real yeah, life. Yeah, they're married in real life. Yep. And the, the gimmick is that uh, he's taken her name. Yeah. You see? As a sign of true love. Yeah. Yeah. They're the yeah, they're they're the only couple that is truly in love. Yeah. Out of any anyone, any couple. That's what I got. No yeah. one no loves one each other as much as they love each like other. Like those two love each other. Yeah, and they make up. And, oh, and of course, of course, JBL is the one who's like, he took her name. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know, man. I love Poutine a lot. <laughs> I might love Poutine more than Mike loves Maria. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Do like, oh man, I want Poutine. Yeah. I've had a really good yeah. poutine, Don't weekend, poutine by the way. I, I literally box? had I literally had poutine this morning with Matt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Duck poutine. Where? At uh place in James Bay. Yeah. It's really good. We have poutine pizza pops. They're not good. <laughs> I devoured one of those yesterday. Oh. They're not good. But I devoured Isn't one like yesterday. Gravy in the middle? Because it's oh. a it's a for our American watchers, it's a yeah. hot pocket yeah. with uh bad poutine in it. Yeah. Gravy. It's for our Canadian watchers, like, it's a pizza pop. It's a pizza. They don't pizza. have they don't have pizza pops in this. We, I didn't know what pizza pops. But we don't were. have hot they're pockets, hot. right? So uh, they're very similar. They're awful, but as a visiting American, I thought normal pi- normal pizza pops are great. We got the poutine pizza pops as a goof, Dude, yeah, being yeah. like, "Hey, Americans, here's a super Canadian thing. It's a poutine pizza pop. You can't get either it's, of these, and here you go." And uh, everyone was a was a sport in that they ate 
some percentage of one of them. <laughs> I was the only sport that got to 100%. Yeah. yeah. A deliciously salty goof. You can Matt tell. ate the whole. Not unlike myself, You by can the tell way. that TJ and Ashlyn had never seen a pizza pop before because they started eating they from, eat fr from the middle. I was like, have you. What is. They ate it like it was some sort of. I don't even know. Like, the TG middle. Ashland, I know you won't watch this, but. What, what, is, what is happening there? I am there? disappointed. That's like the guy that takes a bite out of the Kit Kat. Right out of the middle. Yeah. I was like, look, okay. Some, some monsters just want to watch the world burn. Like, we don't have Pizza Pops the name in the U.S., but we have a million things that are just like it. We have Hot Pockets yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is, the, the shape of the food should not have been a foreign concept to them. And then they <laughs> took a bite out of the middle. Yeah. I'm just like, what, what are you doing? That's so weird. Very strange. Yeah, that would have thrown me off. Um, oh, yeah, they actually show, sorry, back to the pay-per-view. They actually show a tweet from Shane McMahon being upset about the, the women's match, mm. uh, saying, uh, this is not what I'd envisioned for the capitalized first ever women's MITB match uh, at Real Ellsworth and at Carmella WWE just robbed the hashtag WWE universe. So... There you go. That's almost, one take. With all this, <laughs> do you think it was planned? This like it was just that this was. Did they the, knew it would piss people off? Yeah. Maybe. I, they may have underestimated it. Yeah. They may have been like, "Oh, that'll piss people off," and then we're like, "Oh, it did." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, it really did. Yeah. They had to have known. Yeah. yeah Something was to gonna have. right. This wasn't just your standard heel move. Well, you say that, but they do all kinds of stuff. That yeah, it's like I this know. is so obvious. Anyway, no. um, randomly... Yeah, but we're just dumbass smarks. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, randomly, Greg Gagne, Larry Hennig, Baron Von Rash Ra 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 Raschke? Yeah. Baron Von Raschke. Raschke. The Claw. Sergeant Slaughter, Cowboy Bob Orton, and Ric Flair are all at ringside. The entire AWA shows up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> For uh, the next match, which is the WWE Championship match with Jinder Mahal with the Singh Brothers. Versus Randy Orton, who is a hometown boy. Yep. Which is why you know Cow that Cowboy means. Bob is there. You know what that means? <laughs> your dad's at ringside and it's your hometown. Oh. I got bad news, son. <laughs> literally, <laughs> you're going to literally die. Yeah. yeah. Um, How do you think the gender experiment's going? I think it's going really well. Yeah. yeah it's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's I mean, pretty we, good, right? We talked about it extensively last episode, yeah. but like... Like, I don't have much more to add than what we mentioned, but yeah, I, like I still, I still don't like his character. I we, we were talking about uh, someone was talking to, about this on Twitter, being like, because we we talked about like leaning into the, you know, um, leaning into the whole you know no one out out diets gender thing, right? Mm -hmm. And like, how great would gender be as a Mark Marrow style character who's just like he can call himself the modern day Maharaja, but his character is. I'm in way better shape than you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, right. how great would that, you know, listen up, you Alabama sweat hogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. What I work harder than you. Yeah. yeah. I, I eat I, better than you. I work harder than you. I diet harder than you. You know, and look at me. I'm the champion. I'm Jinder Mahal. Deal with it. Yeah, right. He's so much better than what they're doing with For the... years, you kicked me around. I was in the three-man band. Yeah. And then I decided, you know what? I'm going to take good care of myself. I'm going to be better than you. Like things, I'm going to train harder than things you. Things from real life you can use. Um, Ginger does not use WWE catering. He has like a third-party company uh, send like prepackaged meals. Really? Yeah. That um, I, <laughs> someone posted a picture on on the subreddit. They're addressed to Big Match Ginger, <laughs> uh, but they're like pre-portioned. Things of like roasted chicken and vegetables and stuff, because uh, he's like super serious about 
what he eats, and he so he doesn't you know he doesn't like load up on WWE catering or whatever, and he's, mm -hmm. you know he's like very huh. very regimented in his diet, you know, like use that right, be yeah. like even the rest of the you know the roster backstage pigging themselves at the you know at the catering table, and you know, but I have the discipline. You know, like there's so much you can oh, use. Yeah, there's like that, that's not. I'm brown, and you just, don't like it. He could just show clips of whoever he's wrestling, just at the catering table. Yeah, like, 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 yeah. Fun, like skits of the B squad all eating, and yeah. he's just like we sent, looking derisively down at them. Yeah. We, we sent Goldust backstage with a video camera. Oh, by the way, <gasps> yeah, fuck, we never mentioned <laughs> on Raw, Golden Truth broke up. Yeah, and by broke up, I mean Goldust beat the crap out of our truth, and everyone cheered. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then they and they cut. Did you see the, the 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 promos they cut back? The video promos they cut back and forth. No, I don't think so. Oh, it was really good. It was yeah. um, It was like you know Sh Shattered Dreams production, and it was uh, Goldust was like um, you know like using movie quotes and talking about how you know yeah was, going back to old was, Goldust. It was yeah. old Goldust. It, it, it really, really was, was. It was yeah. old old school and like how he's gonna you know make make our truth see the. You know, see the <gasps> light. You, <laughs> yeah. know, you know, stuff like that. And then, and then it was like, and now, like a like a our truth production. <laughs> you know, like uh, 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 like what's up pictures presents, and it was him sitting in the same pose. And him also cutting a really good promo. Yeah, but you know, like gold dust though. No, like oh, as himself. Sorry. As himself. But, but like, it, it was. It's been really good. I'm. Where's their. What's when's their rubber match? Great Balls of Fire or their their boss match? Be, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The but, real question is, are we going to see Little Jimmy? Because <laughs> I Jimmy. missed it. We haven't seen him. Well, nobody's in a seen while. him. <laughs> I still remember. <laughs> Daniel Bryan had you a match showed me with that Jimmy. clip of Daniel Bryan kicking Little Jimmy, <laughs> and that was one of the best things I've ever seen. And bring back Little Jimmy. Yeah, please. So, uh, Jinder Mahal, Randy Orton. How was this? It was okay. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It was exact it felt like it was the same match. Yeah. Yeah. Singh Brothers got involved, Randy Orton beat them up. He didn't actually murder them this time. Yeah. Thankfully. <laughs> Last time I forgot we forgot oh, to, we forgot to actually mention it, but like cause we talked about him like throwing one of them over the announce table. Yeah. But then he like turned around and just right into camera was like, Ooh. Did you get that clip Did on this, there? I think the clip yeah, is in there. But he, he's like, he made this face where he's like, uh -oh. <laughs> uh, and then he like tried to play it off like he grabbed his shoulder was like, oh, I'm like, actually oh. in pain. I'm actually just selling where he clearly was like, oh, I just killed a guy. Yeah. Uh-oh. It was really funny. Yeah. At one point, Jinder, the, the big old mean foreigner invading American soil gets in the face of Sergeant Slaughter and Cowboy Bob Orton. Yeah. And, Sergeant Slaughter has no fucking high ground <laughs> in that situation, yeah, by the way. That's true, right? <laughs> you, you Iraqi turncoat yeah. traitor. There was a storyline. <laughs> Back in, it would have been 90, 90 91? Yeah, yeah Desert there. Storm. Desert Storm. Um, Sergeant Slaughter, who was pro-America, or his thing was... He was like he the greatest always, American hero. He wasn't always like a, he was, a heel or he a was face, though. Like he literally was literally a G.I. Joe. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Joe! He's there's a GI Joe of Sergeant Slaughter. He's yeah. a character in GI Joe and yeah. in a movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. And he was like he became an Iraqi sympathizer. Yeah, and so he teamed up with the Sheik yeah. or the Iron Sheik. Uh, uh, it was Iron Sheik as oh as General Mustafa, Colonel Mustafa, Colonel yeah, yeah, Mustafa, yeah, yeah. Colonel Mustafa. And so it was him. It was it was WrestleMania, wasn't it? it? Was Hulk Hogan go America? WrestleMania seven. WrestleMania seven. Hulk yeah, Hogan yeah. versus Iraqi sympathizer Sergeant Slaughter. So yeah, Sergeant Slaughter's got no high ground. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. At one point, one of the Singh brothers like puts Jinder's foot up on the rope, mm -hmm. and then 
Orton and the ref get into an argument about it, and then the ref sends the Singh brothers to the back. Yeah. Well, so, at one point, Randy or and Jinder Mahal takes the. This is blatantly stolen, stolen from OSW review, but the double knee bump. When you when you take a bump like the pedigree or the arc and you just like you put both your land on both your knees rather yeah, than yeah. flat on your stomach, that's the that's, that's the cane bump, the yeah, cane, bump, yeah. <laughs> cane double knee bump, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Every time I see that, I'm like, oh, OSW review, thanks for that. Yeah. So he uh, Orton uh, grabs one of the brothers, drops him back first over the announce table, grabs the other brother, clears off two announce tables, hits an RKO on one of them, hits an RKO on the second brother through the table, yeah. and then gets back inside the ring. Mahal kicks his knee out, hits him with his terrible finisher, and uh, retains. The Colossus. The Colossus. Yeah. Yeah. More gender. I can't wait for John Cena to come back and beat him at SummerSlam. USA. 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 <laughs> That's going to be what happens, yeah. Because um, John Cena's come back July 4th to SmackDown. Rizongo comes out. <laughs> and uh, we get to find out who beat them up on SmackDown. Spoilers, it's the Ascension. Womp womp. <laughs> This is like a 30 second match too. Doesn't Brizongo just beat the crap out of them? They have a match. I think so. Even is that longest reigning tag t- NXT tag team this champions? Is a, the Ascension? This match is yep. that, Ascension? that Ascension? Three minutes and 15 seconds. Yep. Wow. Three yeah. minutes. It's very brief. But Brizongo or Brief Zongo. Brief Zongo. And uh, <laughs> the Ascension. No. Last. Decension. Last match for the card and last match for this episode, which is good because. You gotta go in like 15 minutes. Oh, good. The Money in the Bank ladder match for the SmackDown World Title or the WWE World Championship is actually the specific name of it. AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, Shinsuke Nakamura, and the WWE United States Champion Kevin Owens. Yeah. Money, money, money. Man, what a what a what a stacked match. That's yeah. Dang. I was really mad. So at the beginning, when everyone's doing their entrances and Shinsuke does his, they bamboozle us, man. I was so mad. <laughs> they, Baron Corbin comes out and attacks Shinsuke during his entrance. While his strobes are going, yeah. Baron yeah. Corbin just comes like, out. You son of a bitch. Beats, beats the tar out of Shinsuke, yeah. You just robbed those people of singing his song. That's what I was mad about. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. The crowd just wants to sing Shinsuke. What if that was the first time of that someone seeing Shinsuke and they just wanted to sing the song? Well, they'll have an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, quick, quick aside, what do you think of Nakamura's entrance? Is it played awesome. out? Do they need to switch it up? No, it's good. Okay, they can keep, yeah. keep that going for a while. Yeah. I, want, I want them to change their font back. Yeah. But, oh, don't yeah, get yeah. me and Graham started on that font. <laughs> By the way, I, so I looked this up because I, uh, the font looked kind of familiar, but I wasn't like uh, the, the new font. Yeah, the new font, yeah. but I wasn't like totally sure what it was. And I honestly, I should have recognized it because it, it's actually a pretty famous font. It's a font called Banco, and it's the font of uh, that is used. It's been used for a bunch of stuff, but it's you, most people have probably seen it as the masthead of Thrasher magazine, the skateboard magazine. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, and so like on like you see like Thrasher hoodies. Yeah. Over. So it's the same font as as that, and it's it's been used for a bunch of stuff over the years. It was on the cover of um, Bob Marley's uh, <gasps> one of the Bob Marley albums. I can't remember what. So it's it's that font. Doesn't make it any better for Shinsuke Nakamura. Look completely out of place and just huh. yellow with a drop shadow. Mm-hmm. Ugly, and is Shinsuke ugly make an entrance on a skateboard and then do a <laughs> grind on the rail? Like, hey kids, and then double finger guys people and he's like grinding by. But yeah, so, a ska- so a skater magazine and a Bob Marley album. How yeah. did I miss that? Yeah. That's yeah. insane. So I was I was uh, 
I, I stand by my derision of the font, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm annoyed with myself that I didn't recognize it. Because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a famous one. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Shinsuke is the second last person to enter. Corbin enters, beats him up with all the ladders that they've been keeping up at the top of the entrance ramp. for the whole, So may as well use them for something. Yeah. Uh, and then he enters the ring and is yelling for them to ring the bell to start the, to start the match. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the referees have a brief conversation and they're like, I guess start the match? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So yeah, um, have we have we have we basically said before that Money in the Bank ladder matches are generally always great? Yeah, they're yeah. Good. They're, we talked yeah. about the women's match was great up until the ending, and yeah. this was a really good match. There's just so many, there's too many cool things to talk about. Really, yeah. um, there's there's good um, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler does crazy selling. Baron Corbin is big, and I like him a lot. Dude, I love Baron Corbin. He so was kind much. of a monster in this match too, Fuck, right? Throughout he's the whole been thing. Great. Yeah. I mean, we've been fans of him for like almost the duration of this show. Yeah, yeah. And we're just always on board, and I'm just getting more on board. I think Baron Corbin is like probably one of the best examples of like a modern day, the way to do a modern day kind of build of a character or mm-hmm. push of someone. Not like don't do it all of a sudden. Just do it slowly, man. Yeah. That's all we want. We want people to earn it or feel like they've earned it everything AJ Styles is doing is great Um, did they I hope I'm not conflating ladder matches this is where they there was a ladder between the turnbuckle and the barricade at one point and uh, does who tries to go through it and just sort of bounces out does Corp deep six yes yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, onto it but he doesn't break the ladder it sort of bounces off it yeah that was cool yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. Um, yeah, go watch this map. The, uh, right, right. It's then great. Corbin is climbing the the ladder. Yeah. Uh, at one point later in the match, Corbin sort of cleared the ring, and he's climbing the ladder, and Nakamura's music hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay. Nakamura comes back out. The music stops almost immediately because he's involved in the match, but the crowd keeps singing. Keeps singing. Crowd, They're like, no, yeah. we're doing yeah. this. So, <laughs> right. You're so not taking this There's <laughs> no music, and the whole crowd is just like, oh, it's yeah. really funny. I thought for sure Nakamura was winning this after that. Yeah. Some really good Styles Nakamura. Oh my god. Oh I yeah. Can't so see her. that was that was like that was like the the moment of the match. So he Nakamura like fights around with with Corbin gets him out of the ring and then he's like he's got the ladder there and AJ Styles is on the other side of the ladder and they're looking at each other through the ladder and then they both they without saying anything they both pick up the ladder, move it over oh. to the side of the ring put the ladder down, and then they're like, okay, <laughs> we have to sort this out. Such a great moment. It was yeah. terrific, because everyone's like, <gasps> this is what we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad they're not giving it to us, like, the just whole, randomly. The whole like, yeah. yeah. But it was... Because uh, we are yeah. going to get a Nakamura AJ Styles main event for a world title at some point. At some point. Yeah. It was, but, like, what little of back and forth with them we did see was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so then they uh, they trade elbows. Um, uh, Nakamura hits Styles with a, with an exploder yeah. uh, suplex. Mm-hmm. Then they get the ladder back. They're both climbing up the ladder. They're like swinging back and forth the ladder. And then Baron Corbin comes back in. Yep. Pushes the ladder over. Styles and Nakamura fall into the ropes. Corbin climbs up the ladder and grabs the briefcase. And yeah. Baron Corbin, Mister Money in the Bank. I'm super excited about super that. Super happy about him. Yeah. yeah he's, it fits so well with his character, the way his character acts, too. Yeah. Like, he is, like, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like groomed, like groomed for oh, this, yeah. like this situation. This character has been pushed to the point where having the money in the bank and being able to like torment people yeah. that he thinks he's better than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I know I could beat you anytime I want, but now I can really beat you yeah. anytime I want, kind of thing. So. Yeah, I'm taking your title. It's a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to see it coming. Yeah. It d- wouldn't matter even if you did. Yeah, because exactly. I'm better yeah, than you. I'll yeah. still beat you. Like. <laughs> and I, I, what I loved about this also with the competitors is that it's like this, this is such a dick thing to say. I didn't think Ziggler was going to win it. Yeah, because right. I didn't think it made sense for his character. I didn't think AJ was going to win it because I didn't think it made sense for his character because yeah. he's he's at the other end of that spectrum. Yeah, right. Um, I could easily have seen Kevin Owens winning it and being like, hey, I'm the face of America and Mr. Money in the Bank. Look at me. Mm-hmm. And then maybe even getting both titles at some point. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sami Zayn obviously is always a potential um, uh, Nakamura, especially after. And I actually think this was really smart to not have Nakamura around for the whole match, mm-hmm. right? To have him get like waylaid at the beginning so that you weren't, so that he just wasn't there the whole time. Yeah. You know, like using him sparingly. S- sparingly. Yeah, really, really kind of, yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, and then also Baron Corbin. I was like, I could absolutely see Baron Corbin coming out of this with it, and I think, and I think that was a great choice. Yeah, yeah. I just think uh, Money in the Bank works better for heels than it does faces. Generally, uh, they, yeah, just yeah. the sort of torment that he now casts a shadow over, you know, whoever the champ happens to be. So. Yeah, and then it's like, is he going to cash it in? Is he not? Who knows? Yeah, you know. Like the day they let Sami Zayn win, and then someone just cashes it on him immediately, and we all cry, <laughs> right? Like, like Sami Zayn wins the title, and Baron Corbin's just like, "What's up?" Yeah, <laughs> wham. Yeah, like oh, did, that's totally going to happen. Daniel Bryan, like, how heartbroken were we? Oh yeah, remember when Daniel Bryan beats John Cena clean, and then Randy Orton just immediately cashes in, and we're just like, "Holy!" Yeah. F- Oh I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were all mad. <laughs> yeah. But then later we got the greatest cash in probably ever with Rollins at Mania. Yeah, that's true. That was really good. Yeah. That was that was really good. That's probably one of the best, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I, I I love I love what Money in the Bank does storytelling wise. Mm-hmm. Just having that it's just such an interesting potential story thing to have there with the yeah. with the briefcase. Yeah. You know, and it's like yeah, they can, you know, Corbin could still lose, mm-hmm. but this at least is a good sign that, like, they 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 believe in him enough that it doesn't seem ridiculous to have it on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's good. So, yeah, um, uh, overall, uh, quite enjoyed Money in the Bank as well. Yeah. Um, a few hiccups, but that's going to be... That's life. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just yeah. Like, two, actually like two enjoyable shows. Looking at the whole card, actually, uh, Money in the Bank was probably a little, little more lackluster than perhaps I may have just said. <laughs> like the <laughs> women's match was great, apart from the ending. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, New Day and the Usos was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Naomi and Lana was fine. The title match was actually only just sort of fine with Randy and Jinder. Yeah. Uh, I did not care about the Ascension. I'm really sorry. I wish I ca- I want to yeah, care. I, I want to care. be in a position to care about the Ascension, but yeah. they currently. Don't. I, I, I like the Fashion but Files. The, the Money in the Bank match, match obviously. But. Oh yeah, Fashion Files is great. But yeah, the Money in the Bank match again, which was just under half an hour, mm. was really really good. So yeah. Both these pay per views had really really good main events. Yep. And then yeah, the um, the next one um, we're recording this on a Sunday. I don't know when you're going to see it. I'm going to do it as soon as I can. But Happy the, Sunday, everybody. The next um, actual pay per view is the following is this coming Sunday, which is Great Balls of Fire. Great balls Great of fire. Great balls of fire. It's yeah. uh, 
But hey, Samoa Joe's going to fight Brock Lesnar. Yes. And uh, I can't wait. <laughs> I imagine that match will be stiff. Please give it longer than five minutes. I swear to God, if it's a five-minute match, I'll I will rot. <laughs> like they've made it believable, right? Yeah. They've made right. Joe believable as someone who could beat. Even Brock. on the build-up, like I've watched some of the clips leading because they've actually it. faced off now. Yeah, and like Brock got, I mean Joe got Brock in a real good chokehold. Yeah. Joe's choked out Paul Heyman yep. at one point. Yeah, it's great. And In it, such a great way, like too. This, oh, my God. Having Joe beat Brock would be a great way to have someone believably beat Brock. <gasps> Joe wins. <laughs> and, and bring the title back to Monday Night Raw. Ah, uh, please. Because right Could now, you imagine having a wrestling television show where your main championship shows up on the show every once in a while? What a concept. I wonder if they so thought excited. of that. I don't want to. I don't want to get too excited because if Joe loses, I'll be real upset. Yeah. Just go in with that assumption. Yeah, but I don't want. There that. are ways Joe could lose <laughs> that I won't hate, but I don't trust them to choose one of those. Yeah. and please let Joe win. Like yeah. Joe choking out Brock Lesnar in the middle of the ring. Yeah, be good. That crowd will be hot. <laughs> That's, that is, I'm begging you. That is going to do it for uh, this week because we got to get Matt onto a boat so he can go yeah. home. On a boat, yo. Um, so, uh, as always, uh, hit me up on Twitter if you want. I'm at Graham underscore LRR. Uh, Adam is... Uh, at Wake Up Super. At Wake Up Super. Wake Up Super. Is, and Matt, is there gonna be a graphic here that I'm they're pointing at right yeah. now, or am I just like doing no. a great balls of fire thing? Yeah. Uh, you can hit me up at Tayback Rules. Please let me know. Uh, Tayback Rules, brother. That's right. <laughs> See, he was the oh, I need one of those. So it's a magic thing because I used to yeah, work yeah, on. Yeah, I know that. Game. But you need a Hulk Rules, but, like a Tayback Rules. Yeah, shirt. I should. I should get that shirt made. Tayback still rules, <laughs> brother. Tayback still rules, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this show and everything we do is brought to you by our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/LoadingReadyRun. Please check that out. Uh, we really appreciate it. It lets us do all the things that we do. Matt, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank, thank you, you guys. So much this, for was, this was awesome. This was great to have you. It was a super fun to chat, and I hope that everyone at home enjoyed it as well. I know that some people have been asking for the the people the people in our I've fan base who are into both magic and wrestling have been like, please. So hopefully, <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully, this will have sated that thirst at least for the time being. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anytime you guys want to uh, have me up and give me homework of watching wrestling. I'm down. Yeah. So happy to. It's all good. You so. need to tell your wife, like, sorry. I gotta watch this wrestling. Work. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. All right. So thanks everybody for watching and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.